All righty. Episode 52 with the 2018 guest of the year, Jordan Berlinga. All aboard. It's about, we're on the crazy train today. We're on the crazy train. Going through parts of our brain we've never discovered. No stops. Because there's no breaks. No breaks. It was a bad investment. We <laughs> Horrible never investment. We drove it home. It's the last ticket you're, you'll ever buy. Oh, man. Have your brakes ever... I've, punched I've, your they, last ticket, as they say. Punched your do last... They, do people really say that? I've never heard that. So you just said it. I just punched my last ticket? Yeah. Like I mean, that, I've, heard it, I've heard it in movies before. That's like old school uh, whistle in the workplace... Yeah, that's like a 1920s kind of thing. Punched you know. his last ticket. <laughs> it sounds He's so like, like when, you, when you put it in that sense, it sounds so like serious. Punched you know, his last ticket. Punched his last ticket. Well, almost like you're like you're uh, doing intro for a rap song. Yeah. Like, like Kendrick or something. Punched my last ticket. No, right? <laughs> something like that. No, that, was Is that like, isn't that what they do now. That was the complete opposite of what I was saying. Oh, okay. my, not like that. That sounded like some like that was some cucumber stuff right there. But do I let it? I'm talking about like <laughs> punch my ticket, Holmes. <laughs> I, I'm talking about like like we were walking through the neighborhood after he punched his last ticket, and and the beats like building up in the background, opposite of loud. Uh, I don't know. Punch the last ticket. Do you imagine that was the way you're saying, like, like you're becoming a priest? I feel uh, like priest. there's such a gay reference dude, to be made there. Dude. I just, I don't know why my mind goes there, but I just feel like this. Like, <laughs> you know? yeah. You're like, you're joining priesthood and you bang for one last time. Yeah. You're like, I'm going to punch my last ticket. I'm going to punch my last ticket. And then I'm going to join the priesthood <laughs> and just punch little boys' tickets. Where's the playground? <laughs> Where's the playground at? Well, that's what happens when you become a priest. Yeah, of course. Don't we do recess all the time? And uh, yeah. Consider it on-the-job training. Pretty sweaty. Dude, that was the worst smell ever. It was like a line full of fourth graders who just got done playing on a playground. Oh, God, after recess. Yeah. yeah. But if, if you're one of those kids, you don't, you don't know. You don't know you're a smelly kid. I, I guess, guess but do you remember the first time that you realized you had BO? Yes. Yeah, right? You like being in like fourth or fifth grade or, you know, yeah. at least I, I think I was in fifth grade. I was, I, like, I was like out riding my bike all afternoon with one of my friends. <laughs> and like, I guess, dude, I, I don't know what I did. I just like sat down and I caught this like whiff. And I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> and so like, you know, I started, you know, inspecting the smell. Like, where's that smell coming from? And then I, and then like, I put, I, I remember I put my hand in my armpit. Oh, and you smelled your finger. And then I smelled my fingers and I was like, whoa, whoa, what is that? You know? Disgusting. And like, that's the first time I had heard the term BO. I'd heard all that before, but that's the, I remember that first time. I don't remember yeah. how old I was or where I was. But. There's a lot of, a lot of times if you stick your finger in something and smell it, that will haunt you crevasses of all types well you know there's only one way to find out if you like it i think i think the, <laughs> i think i found old, mine out you'll put your finger in it and sniff it test <laughs> yeah yeah uh dip and sniff that's how i know that i like german chocolate cake <laughs> <laughs> 
fuck the Germans. Yeah. Fuck the Nazis. <laughs> you master race motherfucker. Um, uh, isn't it funny though? Like, are you an Old Spice guy? Just so going back to Bo though. Oh, dude, I'm I'm a total Old Spice guy. I am like brand loyal. I am too. Old Spice. Even yeah. with the stupid little uh, cartoons of like a bear or something, I'm I, like, I love I'm it. Do it. Well, I don't. I don't use those. I you just use the Pure Sport. They're basic, like okay, the Pure Sport one, one of the but I bought originals. Like, I bought like the with. body ones. It's like bear glove. I feel like I got my scent, dude. I just I stick to it, you know. Yeah, that's it. I heard uh, Matthew McConaughey doesn't wear deodorant because he naturally smells good. Bullshit or no bullshit? Do you call bullshit? He does not smell all right, all right, all right. You know. <laughs> Apparently he does smell all right, all right, all right. He thinks he does. <laughs> he thinks he does. Yeah, there's a bunch of chicks that are like, "God, this guy smells so you bad." Try, but I want to. You fuck try to him. tell him, and you just end up saying, "All right, all right, all, all right." right. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I want to meet that guy though. He, he seems like he, he totally fun. gets defensive about it. <laughs> and he, you go. Good? All right, all right, hi, all right. <laughs> While he's driving in his. Uh, oh, that makes so much sense in my mind. But, yeah. You know. Anyway. Yeah, but you know, there, there's there's things you can wear that def- you don't have to wear deodorant. A lot of people don't uh, wear like patchouli, dude. <sighs> I think we've had this same conversation before on one of the well, first uh, about patchouli. <laughs> no, about about <laughs> Matthew McConaughey not wearing deodorant, <laughs> and then us talking about <laughs> deodorant. I'm pretty positive right. we've had this conversation before. Oh, I brought it up, so it must be some kind of problem with me. But anyway, uh. If you don't like deodorant because it irritates you, go see a doctor because you should definitely wear something. Don't be the smelly guy. Don't be the smelly guy. Um, do you ever just feel like some people just like, not just deodorant, it's just they just don't. It's like um, their musk, like their like, uh, crevasses, like their yeah. thighs or something. It's like, I, I, I know what you're talking you're just about. Just like fucking, I don't know. Yeah. Like, uh, have you ever lived with anyone like that? N- no, never like long term, you know. Yeah. Maybe like, uh, you know, at like a summer camp or something like that. Like, <laughs> he shared a bunk for like, like yeah, week. yeah, f- fuck this, you know, yeah, this kid stinks. This kid fucking stinks, bro. Like Cheetos, yeah. Dude, when I was growing up, there was this kid whose breath always smelled like throw up and peanut butter and jelly sandwich. No, oh, that's wow. what that's, was. that's very it specific. Always, he it was always smelling like specific. throw up, but he always said it was because he ate a peanut butter and jelly sandwich was why it smelled. I remember. Like that. Well, I and guess I have no clue why he would, uh, that was his defense. The peanut butter made his breath smell like that. I, he smelled I, like someone who's been taking Adderall for a week and had one bottle of water. I mean that super dry mouth, like <sighs> you know. I, I I don't doubt that this kid's breath was that bad because I knew a kid, also in elementary school, whose breath was bad. But my description of it was just always, it smells like somebody shit in his mouth. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but but see that although that that is and now that's that like is, a thing for people that they is love specific. It. That is specific in and of itself. Yeah, but. Hey, I babe, can't get over the do you mind if I can shit in your mouth? I can't get over the the point of your story of vomit and peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Because as specific as somebody shit in his mouth is, <laughs> yours is a little bit that's way more descriptive. That's what he said after every time we'd be like, and we didn't want to, but he's also kind of like, 
He was like, like you would tell him like, hey, dude, your breath too? smells, and he'd be like, oh, that's because I eat peanut butter jelly sandwiches and then I throw them up. <laughs> I don't you know, know if he threw them up. It just smelled like that. I'm it's allergic horrible. to peanut butter. And it, my body like, can't handle it, it, but I love it, to eat. I it. love peanut butter jelly sandwiches, but it made me not want to fuck with them. I was like, ugh. One of my best friends doesn't I've, like I, peanut butter, and I don't understand it because I I love peanut butter. Oh, dude, I eat peanut butter out the jar. Dude, I straight up on a spoon, bro. Yes. Lick it like a damn popsicle. Just like eat that That's shit. That's what I do too. Crunchy dude. or not, I don't give a fuck. And with it's a good ice snack. cream, I like to do like a half scoop of ice cream, half scoop of peanut butter. Oh, that's oh, pretty bro. bomb. Fucks with it, dude. Fucks with it. When I was like Get on a fit game and all that shit, eating healthy and stuff, I used to make smoothies and put like a little scoop of peanut butter in there. Oh, that was your. Oh, dude. That was a little cherry. That was on the top. bomb right there, dude. That that really that was a game changer. Man, right I feel there. like I guess I'm like a dog when it comes to peanut butter. Yeah, like I'll lick it, but just keep licking it. <laughs> I'll just smack my lips to, yeah. the, to these peanuts right now. You're going to have a peanut butter mustache. <laughs> a little peanut butter goatee. <laughs> Dude, when I see people with just straight goatees. Oh, you're, yeah. Yeah, come on. That's like I rollerblading in fucking super tight, like uh, skin tight, like painted on jeans. Yeah, or just like they're short, they're like spanks. With- like the shorts, you know? Guy. Yeah, a guy. guy with a goatee. Yeah, sure. And uh, I want to say his shirt was off. I think I talked about this on podcast. Or he's wearing those spanks that are like, they go all the way up over his shoulders, but they're super thin straps. Like, like you can still see his nipples and yeah. all that, you know? Like, <laughs> well, that's the point, you know? Yeah, exactly. You and like the cut be- is a little, you can, his, off. his belly button is, is exposed. <laughs> like it's cut so low. Dude, I got uh, I actually had a problem uh, where I got too much sand in my belly button one time when I was a kid. I really thought you were going to say I got too much sand in my vagina. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, where is he going to go with this? But you didn't say that. I haven't so fully mind. transitioned yet. Okay. <laughs> so You hadn't turned your Audi into an itty? itty? It's a mess, Dominique. <laughs> to you, sir. Mess down there. <laughs> it's a mess. It's a real mess down there. <laughs> Sorry for my crevasse smell. Yeah. Sorry if it smells like milk. Dude, oh. that's how I feel. Oh. Like, oh, that was a. Whew. Sorry if it smells like sour milk. <laughs> yeah, dude, that has happened. And then sometimes, I don't want to say this, but you know, fatties, dude. Some of them are like the cleanest people. Cleanest smelling people I've ever met. Well, they gotta be. They have to. They have to. But like, let's say I'm going to the restroom and Putting baby powder a in those. Big dude comes crevasses. out the fucking bathroom. In my head, I'm like, oh, this guy. I'm about to walk into like a gas chamber right here. It's gonna be a bad. It's gonna be bad. I walk in, no smell. There's still like the toilet water is rippling a little bit. Like it, he he triple flushed it. You're like, man, you know? this smells like springtime in here. Yeah, like it smelled better before. Like when he left. Before this smells like springtime and a little bit of residue from and last that- night's KFC. There's <laughs> a little honey butter on. There's the a little. There's a little honey butter on the banister right there. Truffle blood. And he's like, oh, that. let me get that. <laughs> <Just like takes laughs> That is so rude, and I'm, I but no, usually that's how it is. The big dudes don't blow up the restroom, and then you get some skinny guy gets out, and it's like some alcoholic shit just splashed oh, on the bowl. Dude, it's yeah. like okay, the other guys got a diet of some sort. He's eating a Excuse lot. Me if anyone heard that, 
No, I've totally. <laughs> I have totally. Wow, walked. your breast smells like so much shit. <laughs> <laughs> You just burped right now. If, if you all heard that right now, I remember burped. one time this kid asked him straight up. This kid, we dared this kid to go ask him why his breath smelled so bad. And when he's like, "Oh no 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 no," he he, we dared him to go ask him if he brushes his teeth. And he's he went up and asked him. He was like, "Hey, do you brush your teeth?" And he's like, "Yeah, why?" And he's like, "Well, because it smells like someone's shit in your mouth." <laughs> I mean, we were in like fourth or fifth grade. At That's the about the same age. Yeah, the rude, same just grade. just rude kids, you know. Well, the bullying kept us all in line. Yeah, and most well, kids in the closet. Oh yeah, that's very true. <laughs> very true. It's a different time. It was you a know different what? Time. The same kid though. I don't even feel bad about saying uh, this shit about his breath right now because I'm thinking about him right now. And he did something that like I can <clears throat> like not erase in my mind now. Almost thirty years later. No, not almost like twenty five fucking something ish. Uh, Give or take. I remember it just rained. We used to play each other's houses, and I was in the same grade as his older brother. And my brother, my younger brother, my middle brother, the one middle Christian, he's the same grade as this kid. And it just rained, and all these little like toads and stuff were like jumping out. Oh yeah, like on the cement and stuff, and it was so fucking cute. I'm super into animals. Obviously, I love them so much, dude. And this kid just stepped on one of them and then drug his foot and smeared it. Oh, that's and horrible. And I felt I cannot get it out of my brain. Like, till this day, I can't unforget it. So, fuck you, peanut butter jelly ass, throw up kid's breath, dude. Yeah. I bet dude, this kid grew up so, to be a fucking serial killer. I saw, like, I saw I something. Cannot, yes. I saw something very similar to that. <laughs> not, not the, not the, smells like someone's shit in your mouth guy, but... It was a different guy. He he was kind of the elementary school in my class bully, um, and uh, I do remember his name, but I'm not gonna say it. But yeah, um, I remember this. Kid's not that name. he would ever fucking listen. To this. I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> and even if <laughs> this kid listens to it, yeah. he like hunts you down. One of my friends from elementary school was like, "Fuck! I wonder if he's gonna say the name of the shit breath guy." You know, is that me? Um, but no. So this guy one time he he always wore boots. Okay, that's a good start. He always a wore bully. boots, but he when was, you're that he was, young, yeah. But he also he was this little black kid, and he had those big square glasses like Urkel. But he wore boots, cowboy boots, every day to school. Okay. And one time, yeah, oh. this is all significant, right? One time we were I don't know what we were doing. But we were out on the playground for something, and there was a like a big frog, a huge frog, not one of those little tiny, yeah. But it was like it was like a big fucking frog, and it's hopping down the pavement, and we're yeah. all kind of chasing after it. And yeah. And this kid comes up with his boots and just stomps on this frog, and he <laughs> steps on Dude, like see? he steps on like the front half of it, <sighs> and so everything inside that frog blew out its asshole. <laughs> And I will oh, never forget. I, could, I, I will never forget. Right I mean, it is funny, dude. It's, it's horrible and it's I so have morbid. It's a piece of shit for it's, laughing at it's, this right yeah, now. It's gross, but it's funny. It is funny. But in the way I'm describing it doesn't horrible. help. The way I'm describing it doesn't help. But yeah, he stepped like on the whole front half of it. So everything inside this frog just blew out the asshole of it. And it's, it, land it was on, on this. Kids? They had just. 
they had literally just put in this new playground at our school. So the sidewalk and cement there was brand new, white, barely any steps on it. So, dude, I'm telling you, this splatter and stream that went over, dude, it is. it might have just caked on till this day. But, yeah. but man... I will never forget the sight of that. <laughs> like, yeah, just tragic. so, like, it was very much one of those things that would totally happen in a cartoon. And you'd be like, ah, that doesn't happen in real life. That's just a cartoon. Yeah. This happened in real life. Like, yeah. I am not joking. It just, and it made a splatter. <laughs> and like, did this kid laugh afterwards? Oh, or? of course he did. And everybody was like, because we were chasing this, kid, this thing around. This kid, jail, to catch dude. It. And we were like. This kid's in fucking jail right oh, yeah, now. Yeah, probably. I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it. Urkel glasses, cowboy blowing boots. At cowboy boots, blowing out a frog, and then laughing about blowing it. out frogs assholes, blowing out frogs assholes. Sun jail, dude. Sun jail. <sighs> animal cruelty. They caught up to him for that frog. They did. They did. That's what it was. Poor frog. Twenty years was later, they were like, chilling. "Hey, remember that frog?" He's like, "I think so. I barely." And he's like, "Ah, that's admission." And they got him. That's it. It must have been hell. Because the frog was probably like brand new cement. It was all hot. It was just like, ah. We were trying to catch that thing, and everybody was all laughing and giggling. And I remember it just, it was. Did it anyone was else in the crowd laugh, or is it everyone kind of in shock with you? No, I think everybody was kind of. I, I remember everybody being pissed, to yeah. be honest. Everybody like yelled his name in shock. And we were like, why did you do that? Yeah. You know, kind of thing. Yeah. God, it's tragic. It's pretty bad, dude. Fuck. Man, but, it both involves kids stepping on frogs. Yeah, but I think after the fact, thinking about it, I think mine may have been funny. a toad. Might have been a toad. I think so. But so. after the fact, it was funny because the splatter was. And if you, I guess you had to be there, but yes, I guess so. We were mean, like this thinking about frogs and being young. Uh, <laughs> I think it was like in third or fourth grade. This kid pissed his chair, and it was like you know those seats, like the plastic and it cups. Yeah, like bowls. Exactly. Yeah. So there was like a puddle of piss. I saw a girl do that was, one time too, man. And so he had to go down to the, uh, you know, he was embarrassed. And then at recess that day, we're like all asked what happened to him. And everyone's like, oh, there was like a puddle. And then someone said there was a tadpole in the puddle of the pee. And that when he, obviously it was not, but like when he <laughs> came, <laughs> when he comes back, like for, after he, Got his clothes changed and everything. Like I think his mom came and picked him up. I don't think he even came back that day. Oh, probably. But like when he so came back, like, the whole thing was like your... they were like there was tadpoles in your piss, and they just like oh no, like they just they just ragged on the guy. Probably like if there's social media now, the kid probably would it would have fucked him up real bad. You know I, that story kind of it makes me think about really embarrassing moments that that happen to people that you see especially in elementary school because man just like that scene in super bad where he, they he makes fun of that kid for pissing his pants in elementary school oh he's yeah like, he's like that was like eight and years, years ago. ago and he's like people don't forget yeah you know like dude it's it's, it's true man I people know. don't forget especially in elementary school because your and, brain is such a sponge and that could totally just like ruin your your little your your yeah. your 
world view. Just your world view in general. Like, oh, people are shitty. Yeah. If I piss myself, I'm going to be made fun of forever. I saw plenty of kids piss themselves. I saw plenty of kids, like, cry in class. And everybody would be like, oh, did you see him crying in class today? Oh, snicker, snicker. shapes their uh, their value. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, you know. And there was always that kid that cried. Always that kid that cried. If you got picked last for any sport, which was every time. Always, always. But do you... Do you do you have really like any super really embarrassing moments? Like were you ever that kid one time? Maybe not to that extreme, but but were you do you have like one of those elementary school embarrassing moments? I, I know I know I have one that always that that's always stuck out to me. I have one. But I was I'm just wondering if, if you have one of those moments too where it's like fuck, this might haunt me for the rest of my life. When I I went to but it's, pri- it's like totally went, not okay. that bad. So I went but. to a private school from kindergarten to sixth grade. And so I had the same group of kids. And after like maybe third or fourth grade, you really couldn't embarrass each other anymore, I guess. Yeah. I, don't I, know. I grew up very much similar. Scobie is in Parkwood. So everybody that went, all the kids in my class and in all the surrounding classes, school. we all like grew up in the same neighborhood. We all lived down the street from each other. Okay. Well, so it was always the same kids every year that you went up through, you know, K through fifth, unless someone new moved, and you know. I'm but try- yeah, yeah. Sorry, continue. Uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm really trying to pinpoint one, but I think like I had it the worst when I transitioned from like private school to middle school. So I went from private school from six K to six, Damn. and then I went to Zachary Middle School, which is ghetto as fuck. <laughs> Like I, I wouldn't know, but at I'd, I'll seventh take your word grade, for it. and like, yeah, chicks were pregnant. I heard like my first wow. curse word so much, like in the first day. I just remember like waiting in line to get in a class, and like, I just know, like, okay, I need to find C one. That's the room I need to go to. Like, and then I hear like, uh, like this kid, like, yeah, woke up this morning, the fucking rat shit everywhere. There's fucking shit everywhere, and I was like looking around, like, no one's gonna stop this kid. This kid's just yelling curse words. It's public school. No one gave a fuck. I was out of the loop. Yeah, I'd imagine that's different. I mean, I never went to private school. It was a shock, man. And I got bullied a lot. Like, because I was short. I was tiny, dude. I mean, I fucking, I was a small little thing. And I didn't know anything about anything. Like, I didn't know what fucking condoms were. I didn't know shit from Shanola. No. Someone was like, (laughs) someone was like, it's the first day of school. There's already a condom in the <laughs> urinal, and I'm like, "What's a condom? Like a condo? What? <laughs> like I had no clue. Condom, condom, condom. Uh, I've been called that. Dom and Dick. Yeah, a whole bunch uh, of shit. Yeah, people get clever, I guess. Um, like yeah, they try hard on it. Uh, that's why I was I, <laughs> Domcast. <laughs> so I made mean, idiot proof. So even I could find it. When I make an educated guess, the education level is usually around sixth grade. Uh, it's not too bad. It's not too bad, you know. <laughs> I don't know. I got bullied, though. Then I hung out with the black kids. Hmm. They were loud. And inside, I was loud. But I was just too scared. And at lunch... But you're not... You're definitely not quiet no. by any standards today. No. And then, so, I remember... Oh, fuck. I would say his name, because... I would love to like get in contact with this kid again, but he had like the blackest name I've ever heard in my life. I can't remember his name now, right? 
But uh, he kind of like uh, brought me under his wing. He was like, sit with us at lunch. And then they were like, hey, what music do you listen to? I'm like, DC Talk, P.O.D. Oh, man. And then they're like, hey, you should listen to his rappers, uh, Mike Jones. Uh, and they got into like Swish a House and all this. Like, it was really weird, man. And so, yeah, they accepted me. And then I started just being real crazy, like jumping down the stairs and stuff for attention. Oh, yeah. And I remember like, doing all no that. No one would fight me Shit. because all my friends were at the table were like all the big old black dudes and stuff. Was that during the era like Jackass was huge and yeah yeah I definitely yeah definitely and uh, yeah so that's how I transitioned first crush ever black girl cheerleader still Whoa. still still remember her name she ended up going to like uh, North Texas so her name you remember yeah but the guy with the blackest I think she you don't kicked me into like puberty like actually kicked you in the nuts and you you no hit puberty <laughs> uh. Yeah, s- semi. Not like <laughs> physically, just like it gave you a semi. Yeah, no, yeah, straight up. I, that may have been one of my. It first... was straight up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you it was. Me, sorry, dude. I no. keep walking right into it, and I'm I am childish, <laughs> just that childish to just keep. Dude, she was uh, in Pep Love Squad. Love a good dick joke. Pep Squad. And I remember, too, like our PE coach used to say, too, like, take your clothes home and wash them. If not, you're going to get the jungle rot and your dick's going to fall off. Jungle rot. And then Ugh. I believed it. Of course uh, you did. Because I'm new to everything now. At, well, yeah, I think back grade. then I believed a lot of diff- shit that, you know, adults would say things. And I'd be like, OK. Yeah, true. Yeah. Oh, fuck. It's got to be true. But yeah, I just remember like um, she was in pep squad. And I remember walking out. And you would have to wear like the you know basketball shorts or whatever, and have jeans or like really underwear to like hold those things down. I was yeah, like boxers. And I walk out and I just saw her. And to, uh, to me, I was like, "This is the most beautiful woman I've ever seen." It was basically just because her ass was hanging out of her little pep squad shorts. That'll do a and lot I when you're that young. Started getting like little chubs, you know, like little chubs, and then I started getting embarrassed because now it's like it's like my second day of PE. I'm learning so much already about the real world. About the and birds now, and the bees. I'm like about to have my first like full on bone cone. Bone watching cone. this. I've chick, never heard that. You okay? Watching like this that. chick like you know. You had to pitch a tent right there in your second day of gym class. Basically, it was so embarrassing. Then I learned the whole pun it underneath the belt buckle. Like yeah, pull your pull it under, under the waistband. Waistband. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's something that's that's very valuable and. You always wish you learned it sooner. See, and then when I got to high school, I totally ditched it, wore tight pants, and made sure my dick was like riding along one side of my leg so people would see it when I was walking through the hallway. That was one of my biggest fears about, you know, back in the era when all the guys were wearing super tight pants and we were in girl pants and stuff. I was like, what if I, what if I pop a Oh, in I class? embraced like, it. Like, fuck. I would always pull it. To the left, when I pulled my pants up, it would just like it was hard enough wearing like regular fit jeans and having a boner in class, being like, "Fuck, hope the teacher doesn't call me or anything." (laughs) (laughs) I remember that too. The first time I had one like at home, like rowdy, and the show (laughs) died. It was like a dinosaur show on TV where like they had uh, people living with dinosaurs, but. It was like a medieval. Now it's very Game of Thrones. Just now, I think about it, ladies I, and gentlemen. He's a furry. Yeah, no, but like they had, they had like a dinosaur princess or something. Basically I know a, what you're talking about. I know you're talking about. Like 
shielded bra and like. Hey man, you you're know. not alone. You're not alone. For a dinosaur, <laughs> she was attractive. I'm not, oh god. I'm not. I'm not gonna. So. I'm not gonna. You. I'm not gonna deny you that. So fuck you. <laughs> so totally I know who you're talking about, and I'm just agreeing with you, bro. Dinosaur boner. Okay, so I get my boner, and I'm laying on the couch. My mom's like, "Dominic, take out the trash." And I'm like, "Uh, I'm like, so, I will." Uh, and she's like, "Are you back talking me?" And I'm like, "No, I'll take out the trash." When I tell you to take out the trash, you take it out now. And I'm sitting there like, I'm going to have to get up in front of my mom. She's on the couch next to me. with a full Because I can't just adjust now. My mom's going to be like, why did you stick your hand in your pants? You know what I mean? So I literally just sat there until I got grounded, until my boner went away. <laughs> and then I took out the trash. Was it worth the weekend of being grounded? Yeah, what was weird, my parents didn't get it, is they would ground me from the things that was actually like, good at like guitar i was learning and i loved oh it that's so how much. my parents used to punish me too yeah they would they ground me from guitar take away my guitar and my amps and my acoustic yeah, and i'm like and my I'm drum set my dad this. hit my drum set for like three months one time yeah i got my guitar taken away for like two months and i'm like but i'll tell what you what do you what? want me to do go out and drink and party then i'm staying at home playing and learning instrument and you're gonna ground me from it but i was really fucking up with my grades because i was just playing music i would come home and lie to my parents be like no i don't have any homework I just play my drums and my guitar all night and, yeah. you know, and yeah. So that became my, my punishment when they would take that, that stuff away from me. And it's weird, which was, it, 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 uh, definitely kind of like, uh, <laughs> it, I don't know. it definitely, that was weird. Sorry. There's strange sounds from outside. Yeah. I think it's just our neighbors. I think we're good. Wait. What? Oh, we have a special guest. We have a special guest joining. Oh, I was like, who's trying to get William in your Martwick right in the house? <laughs> this is like oh I feel like Mr. God. Rogers' neighborhood. We just yeah. have like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would consider you more of a milkman, okay. but. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why you opened the door without looking through when you the went damn like, thing. Ah! I was like, oh my god. Now I, I was like, someone's really there. <laughs> okay, so everyone at home, uh, we just heard a noise at the door. We didn't know what was going on, and we opened the door and. William Martwick is in the house who did get through his first Domcast after recording so many without breaking a golden rule of Domcast. So congratulations, William Martwick. I'm trying real hard. I've broken that cardinal rule before. It's all right. Here. There. I'll just pull it off. Anything yeah, yeah, I love it. That was awesome. That, does, that would have been a mood. Is like, this going to pull it off like that? Oh, you just got to hold it like, like this, right, yeah, right yeah, against my mouth like that, like yeah. that while you pull it off. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. It's my favorite kind of jokes. Yeah. We, he just hit me with a barrage of them. What did you bring here? You brought beers and... Movies. Boobies? Movies. Not just any movies, though, but... Can you, you see the pattern there? Okay. Oh. Spider-Man, Iron Man, Thor. Is that Homecoming? Yep. I like that one. That was good. 
Okay. Yeah, they know I don't. Uh, they know I don't watch superhero movies and stuff. So. I might go see Endgame tonight. I haven't seen it yet. See, it would be the first one I'd see, and it'd already be the end. So I have no clue. I have no clue. It's, I, I honestly really like the Avengers movies. I thought Age of Ultron was really good. The last uh, superhero movie I saw was 2002. It was the original Spider-Man to the Maguire. Oh man, those are shit. Those are shit. Back then they were they were really great because well, they were the first the of, of, I... of the. I feel like they were the, the one of the very first of that Marvel universe that really started coming out, but. Um, well, hold on, Marwick. You can't if you don't have a microphone. We're not going to be able to hear you. <laughs> this is true. So wait, wait. Let, let's go back to what we were talking about about the boners in class and yeah, and all that shit. So I I have a story, and um, I don't remember where I was when when Marwick walked in, <laughs> but I'm going to tell this story, and I wish it happened to me because I'm going to tell this story to be like, oh well, a guy that I know, and yeah. I, I just end up sounding like. Oh, he's just trying to cover up the fact that it was really him. But it, it really wasn't me. Anyway, so this guy, I know, he got a boner in class one time. And I guess the teacher's there grading papers or doing something. And they're doing, like, silent reading or whatever. He was in high school. And uh, the teacher called him up to the desk to ask him a question about one of his answers on whatever she was grading. And he's like, uh, uh, like, he doesn't want to get up. He's, like, full-fledged boner in class and she's like i need to see you come to my desk right now and he's like can you just ask me from here and she's like why just get up come over here yeah and he's like oh man what am i gonna do so this guy just books it to the ground and army crawls (laughs) no over to the teacher's desk he army crawls to the desk yeah with his boner just probably getting hard. He's rubbing it on the ground. Yeah, I guess, man. But if it's pointed Freak down, cut. it'd probably fucking hurt. Yeah. If it was up, yeah, he's probably just making it worse. All that friction. Whew. Yeah. The pre-cum, dude. Yeah. Little pre-cum stains. Yeah. Now, he's, now he's got a little, you go to the movies little with, like, droplet your stain. girlfriend in, like, eighth grade. And yeah. you, you get out and you get little, little, oh, little yeah, wet dude. marks. Little wet marks there. Oh, man. Good times. We're drinking a lot of sweet tea. Yeah, love dripped on tea. my pants. <laughs> pre cum, pre cum's like a joke when you're as old as like. Really, because it looks like it's soaked from the inside out. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what that means. It's like my dick's like a super soaker that hasn't had water in it in like fucking thirty years. There's like no pre cum left in that thing. It's just like <laughs> it's just a sad you just little. Just fucking hit it. <laughs> yeah, it just goes. It. And that's it. A little bit of dust. There's a whole fucking piece of sand comes out. Uh Anyways, that's so funny. I feel like, um, well, I, I have this, this particular story that did happen to me when we were talking about like embarrassing stories. Um, I I was in first grade and this is the one story that sticks out to me about like, you know, kids that got made fun of. I never really got made fun of for this. It was just one of those things that happened, but it was so funny now that looking back on it, but we were, we were, uh, having like free time or whatever dude. yeah first grade everyone's doing their things people are reading some people are playing with blocks they're doing arts and crafts everyone's just like paint. rolling all over the carpets and whatever <laughs> you know being fucking weird kids are weird but i remember i was with this group of kids and i was like crab walking i don't know i don't know why i was doing that but i'm crab walking and this girl she puts her hands over my stomach as to like she's gonna like push me down to the ground and 
I had to fart. <laughs> and, so, and so I remember I looked at her. She, she put her hands there and it was one of those tense moments where like I locked eyes with her and I go, don't do it. You know, <laughs> and she's got her hands there and I'm like, don't do it. Oh, and she, man. Boom. Pushes me to the ground. And dude, I just let out this ripper. <laughs> it was like, whew. the theme of your stories are a lot of shit just coming out of asses. <laughs> It had the whole insides of a frog blown out of ass. You just blew your out your. Well, ass. you know, funny thing about asses is that I think that's that's what that's what happens, right? <laughs> no, no, it's not so about she what just, she said. It's about what I said. What you say? After she pushed it? me down. I let out this ripper, and I looked at her, and I go, "I told you not to do that." <laughs> <laughs> These are gonna be the consequences. Like, it's her fault, yeah. you know. These are the consequences I told you not to. <laughs> Dude. Uh, that's yeah, that's the story in my mind that sticks out to me about anything in my in my, in my mind that oh, man. was like super embarrassing. But I was in first grade and I remember. Uh, man, that's awesome though. I think the more embarrassing part is the fact that I said, <laughs> yeah, I told your, you not to do that. It was your defense mechanism. Against it actually happening. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I told you there was going to be a consequence. <laughs> Excuse uh, me, madam. I had requested previously for you not to do that. That is awesome. Dude, William, right now, your face is cracking me up. You were like this. I don't know. Okay. He you. saw a dirty little meme. Dirty. Oh. I'm currently booking a gig right now. Oh, he's currently booking a gig right now. Well, I hope you get the price you asked for. Hope you get the price. Uh, do you want to take a piss break? Uh, I mean, I'm I'm okay. Heard. All right. If you need some help, uh, I mean, shake it up, baby. Now shake it, the baby. We'll, we'll call your neighbors. We'll all help. Shake it up, baby. Now shake it up. <laughs> dude, he's coming over here just to the bomb this thing, dude. Um. All right, so we had an Instagram question from at call Papa. Call Papa. Okay, this is my boy Fareed. Is it Papa John's? I uh, guess. Bring it to you. I find dough like Papa John's. I love Papa John's. He goes, "How magical are magical dandy mushrooms on a scale of one to seven point four? I don't know. Seven point five. That's what I would say, and I don't know if he was trying to be like seven point four grams or. This could honestly be like how most every man on earth you can. Maybe he's just trying to ask a trippy question in a trippy way. One inch between seven point four inches is probably like every man on earth, pretty much. But uh, yeah, every man on earth would probably fall in that one between one inch and seven and a half inch dick size. But anyways, I don't know why I thought that. I mean, I I've taken some mushrooms in my day, and uh, they. They can be crazy. I mean, I guess it just depends on how I've much you take. Just got the giggles so I've, much. I, yeah. So for me, I don't. I've never taken more than two doses. I do, so, I do three and a half gram. I do three and a half gram. I do an eighth. I've I, yeah. So yeah, I've never taken that much. I've taken two grams, and I definitely like. I've tripped. Don't get me wrong, and you know, yeah, it's uh, I've tripped acid before too. I've never that's done, that's different. See, I've never done acid. And people tell me the differences, and I've done shrooms a good amount. I, I was it was Sally way more visual. Yeah, people tell me on shrooms, and I've it's never. Way, it, it's the you more, don't it's really, more body. Yeah, and you really don't see anything that's not there. People tell me on acid, you see things that aren't there. I will say this probably sounds super cliche, but 
I do remember after like the day after you take shrooms, your mind feels like unlocked in a way. It does more open. Yeah. Like, and it's weird because you can remember things that you were talking about to people and justifications that you were making that now don't make any sense whatsoever. But at the time were made so much sense in the world through these, all these open channels that were in your brain and well, there's a time I took Salvia and I was seeing patterns. And oh I yeah, could read I felt them. like I was turning into a Wii character. Well, I was like, I was reading Awful. these patterns and these symbols, and but I couldn't read. Like when I was coming back to, there was writing on the walls because people were signing their names in this place that we were renting out at the time, and I couldn't read the English. I, I couldn't, couldn't read the English. I know, like today, I but I couldn't read the English. I could still read these symbols, and it was like. As I was coming down, I started like, you know, okay, wow, that was weird. Like, I knew a whole different alphabet. It was interesting. That was Salvia, though. Uh, shrooms. Yeah, I only did that once, and I did not like that. I'll tell you this, though. I, no, no, Salvia. Shrooms. Yeah, Salvia I did not like. Uh, shrooms, though, I'll tell you. Um, one time, this is a story about I took them from advice from a bum. Um, I would go hang out at the Starbucks all the time. And next door was a taco cabana. And in between it, they had that fake mulch, like that rubber mulch. Mm-hmm. Well, it's got a bunch of chemicals and shit on that. So, like, shrooms grow like crazy on that kind of stuff. And I was just chilling one day at the Starbucks, and this guy asked me for a cigarette. And then, of course, he's a bum and he's smoking a cigarette with me and he's telling me just random shit, you know. And, uh, he, uh, he was like, Yeah, I've been collecting these shrooms. I'm going to sell them. Uh, they grow they grow on this bark here, and uh, I've been taking them. And the guy looked not in the best, but I was like, it was probably because he was homeless. And so, like, two days later, I was like, you know what? Maybe this guy was legit, and these shrooms are, like, legit shrooms. This was, like, the closest I felt like I could have almost died. Like, so I went, and I picked the shrooms, and I ate some. And, dude, straight up. Like, in 20 minutes, I felt like I started, like, getting tunnel vision and, like, losing all that. Like, well, like I felt weightless. And so I ran to the Taco Cabana and, like, forced myself to throw up. Oh, that's the worst thing you To get do. it all out of me. And then I read it on the internet afterwards. Like, I really could have killed myself. Like, you have to have a specific strain because some of the spores and just wild-ass shrooms growing off those chemicals, they'll kill you, like, quick, dude. Oh yeah, man! You—that's one thing that you should never mess around with. Yeah, you get it from uh, a trusted source called a drug dealer. You don't know their yeah. name. Yeah, a trusted closet. drug dealer who has no idea what they're doing either. Yeah, that's the only way to do it. Everyone here is enjoying, I guess, chamoy and chili powder right now. Very, Delicious. Very, very San Antonio thing. Um, Something that I recently just got into. I'm a, I'm a very horrible mexican when it comes to that sort of thing like i don't like mexican candy too much i just recently got into some of the things um yeah the next mexican food don't get me wrong we all chomp that all day yeah i'll live off that yeah i'll live off mexican food breakfast lunch dinner yeah mexicans do breakfast awesome they do dinner awesome they drink beers usually for lunch (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what's lunchtime it's usually a happy hour and they're drinking a modello it's the best thing when like you're like landscaping 
you work all morning and it's, it gets hot as fuck by lunchtime. You just drink a couple beers and go right back to work. Hell yeah. Makes the rest of that day a little bit better. That's how they built the pyramids. You know, <laughs> they said they gave one liter of uh, one liter a day of beer to the people who built the pyramids, to the Egyptians. And what a liter is two tall boys. Yeah, it's like two tall boys a day. 16 ounces, 32 ounces. Probably weren't feeding them all that much either, to be honest. So yeah. that, that one liter went a long way. Yeah, it did. I, I was reading that they, um, they had good like, fast food here. Wait, what the fuck? Hold up. Martwick on the side, repeat what you just said. <laughs> so apparently they had a lot of like fast food shit, like a lot. So it's super cheap and it's for the poor. It was exactly, it's, the economy was just as good. Uh, they just didn't have the technology we have today sometimes. But then the te- obviously the economy goes down, government goes down, blah, blah, blah. Then that's what happens. And they're, they weren't, they were really smart. But you know they didn't have a much history to go off of. Yeah, yeah they had they had drive-throughs, but they didn't have cars yet. Yeah, there you go. That's what I was like. Are you fucking? T- are we still talking about the pyramids? When That's you're what I like, thought. Oh, they have McDonald's. Okay. They had McFarrows. They did. They they did have taxis. They did have taxis. Yeah, yes, they did. They I had didn't taxis. Know that. So that was that's. So they had fast food, taxis, and all that stuff. So Julian fries. It is true, though. I mean, they were one one of the most sophisticated civilizations to ever exist. I mean, we still can't figure out how they did. Oh, half I know that that did. is pretty crazy. I mean, if you think about the machines that we would use to do something like that, and and still probably not get it as precise as what as what those are. Yeah, how how cleanly they're cut, how far they had to drag them. How high they had to drag them? Yeah. And then how deep they had to dig in the ground, bro. Because especially which blows my mind is in South uh, South America with the Aztecs and stuff and a lot of those temples, how deep in the ground. The temples go high and they're beautiful. And they're made of gold and all this. But they were digging through rock like hundreds of feet in the earth. These narrow little fucking tunnels. With What? They had to have been blasting in, in some sort of way. You think so? Like in an old school v- form of dynamite? I would I would have to think so. I mean, I, mean, I would think so too. I would think that would be way more. They never used it in their that warfare? Would be, to me, in my mind, that, that makes way more sense than some sort of tool that they had, like a jackhammer or like a, one of those monster jackhammers. I feel like if they had the ability to blast and blast tunnels... They would use that to fight other tribes and take over. They would use it as modern day gunpowder. But but if you think about it, so falls. many so many of the wars back then were religious, and if there was nobody in the immediate area to to fight what their religious beliefs were, then you know they they weren't fighting. They already yeah, had but the when slaves. The, when they the, already had the when slaves. When the Spanish came, they were like, "Oh fuck, <clears throat> guns, guns,power, and horses." Like, and and they, 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 no they might have had stuff like on. that, but but the 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 Jews that were enslaved didn't didn't have access to anything like that. You know, maybe maybe the 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 so the Jews that were enslaved. Yeah, those those were those were the slaves during like like the Egyptian times. Oh, right? I'm thinking the Aztecs right now. 
I'm talking about like when the Spaniards came. Oh, I'm talking like Egypt. Okay, okay. That's where we got off on different temples. Hold up real quick, though. I'm saying like the Egyptians, like, no, no, the Aztecs. So when you were talking about fast food, were you talking about like the Aztec? I was actually talking about Egypt. I was talking about Aztec, Egyptians, Roman Empire. They're all... They're all pretty much very techn- like very, very much similar. They're very, very smart. Everybody's smart. Yeah. We all know what the fuck we're doing. And uh, you're saying most of the wars were religious. I feel like, yes, they were, but they were using... Back then. They were using religion as an excuse to go to war most of the time. True. Okay, than, okay. Rather than actually being a religious war. Well, whether, whether, whether the religion had everything or nothing to do with it, it was always... They they base they, it upon religion. Yeah, based it upon religion. Why? Because religion <clears throat> controls the masses. <laughs> it is is the easiest way to control the masses and run a tax free business. Pretty crazy. <laughs> uh, um, I got I got to do a Dom Caesar piss break. We'll take a little uh, fifteen. It'll be yeah. it'll be fifteen for us. It'll be literally one second for y'all. And um, you had a I couple guess- topics that we wanted to. Yeah, we w- hit on the theme. We w- were really gonna go today. We're gonna be the seven deadly sins, and we were gonna go through the seven deadly sins and uh, talk about that. Uh, we had a couple other topics, and um, now I guess we have a uh, featured guest, Will Martwick, here as well. So yeah. the the, the, the milkman, milk the milkman is milkman Martwick over here. He brought a whole eighteen pack of Topo Chicos. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we'll be back in just a second. Thank y'all. <laughs> All right, we are back. We are back with our guest, our surprise special guest, William Martwick, who now, before His, we took a break, the milkman makes so much more sense now. Yeah, it has so the much more meaning. At our it has door so much more pull. Just told us how he likes to enjoy milk. Now, Will, please tell us. Tell the people how you like your milk, milkman. <laughs> All right. So, I like my milk right before. Right before the day it goes bad, not when it goes sour or whenever it goes like, it, no, it's like right before it's like getting, if it expires the, the ripeness, on April 19th. I'm drinking the shit out of it on the 18th. 18th, exactly, dude, because it tastes the best, dude. Yeah. That's exactly I what like tastes best. bad milk, and I can't it's, it's not bad milk yet. Yeah, right before it goes bad. It's got it's got like it an eight hour it's got an eight hour threshold on it still. So you can ask anybody who makes banana pudding very very well. All right. <laughs> yeah, because you because I them. usually I usually find myself <laughs> All right, talking you know, to someone who makes banana pudding if extremely you know, well. Yeah. If but if if you find if you find yourself in position, all right, you ask them. <laughs> shut up. All right. You ask them. You ask them, hey, when is the best time? What is the best banana uh, <clears throat> I use to make banana pudding? And they'll always tell you, like, you want, like, pretty much liquid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, husk. okay. See, right. th- see, I'm, I'm going to absolutely point. agree with you on that. Because yeah. if you're going to make banana bread, banana pudding, banana pancakes. You're also putting a shitload of sugar in it, yeah. too. Yeah, if you're going to make you anything. You want to eat a nasty anything, brown-ass banana. Yeah, yeah, but listen. It's going to be different. But see, it is different because it grows on a tree, okay? This thing comes out of a fucking udder, dude. <laughs> see, it doesn't come out right? of a nipple. Like, yeah, it doesn't come it doesn't out of sit an in a bag nipple. of a cow's. It doesn't sit in a bag of cow skin. 
fuck you. No. No, I just think <laughs> you have a very interesting, very, very interesting view on yeah, that was drinking interesting your argument. milk. I, I see your argument, and I raise you a... You like huh? old lady titties, dude. <laughs> you... <laughs> You like old lady titties, dude. <laughs> you like you like biting into like an old like a someone who's had like two kids. Sometimes you like to lactates. lick their nipples and kiss their belly button at the same time. Oh, all titties are nipples yeah, yeah. equal. <laughs> all titties are equal. Ah, yeah, you know, you know. Yeah. Some are, some aren't. Anyways, depends on your definition of titty. I know we're. we're <laughs> yeah, what is a titty? Uh, that's a. A swollen lymph node. Like now, we're gonna get philosophical. What is a titty? <laughs> is it an udder like just six titties or one titty? I think it's one with six nips. Okay, I could vibe with that. You know what I mean? Yeah, one with six nips. Yeah, because if you think six about it, like, on that bad boy, like, we have hitters. a nipple and it has like the no. tit part. Six, six hitters on there. What? So. No, 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 but see, but see, you have like your nipple as a whole, like areola included, and then you have I don't like think udders the, have areolas. The little, the, you have the little, the little do they tit of the nipple, the little tip. Could you imagine where the as for a female, where the milk would actually come out? For a male, it's just there for aesthetic purposes, I guess. Because yeah, that's why I pierced useless. mine because I was like, I have no use for it. Let nah, me yeah, plant yeah. rose gold in them, but. Just Why goes not? to show we're all born female, or we're all female. <laughs> Wait, what? We're all born <laughs> we're all born female. We're all, we all start out as female in utero. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. Wow. All right. Then I, and then our and then our ovaries drop down and become testicles, and there's no need for mammaries or milk glands or anything like that. This is pretty awesome. So that's why we have nipples because. Yeah. That's determined and later our nuts on. Nuts are just dropped ovaries. Dropped ovaries, yeah. That's exactly what they are. Interesting. So it must really hurt when you're really up in some girl's guts, like because I mean, are their nah. ovaries as sensitive as our balls are. <laughs> Let me just say, at the our angle, balls are fucking at the sensitive. angle and depth. At the angle and depth, if you could reach a woman's ovaries. Got a python on you. She might be dead already. <laughs> I'm just saying. You're a hog hunter. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, if you yeah. could reach that. Okay. She's probably dead already. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> well, so no, and also, 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 the vagina just doesn't go that direction. <laughs> so you'd be hitting places that didn't even. Never mind. Still we, working on not, it. I'm, There's like a couple of parts. The places that shouldn't be uh, hit. That one right? works. Uh, I hear there's another spot in there besides the G spot. I, I can't remember. Maybe the A spot. And, uh, yeah. It's, it's as simple as that. Like, I know how to change the car's oil. That's it. You know? I don't need to I don't know how to check fucking my dipstick. more about it. You know what I mean? I don't need to know anything more about it. All right. So. With, well, now we know the milkman likes to drink day before expired milk. I just love that. You're the milkman now, and I just love that somebody. I do believe it's like pasteurized and shit. Like, it's pasteurized is probably all right. It's better. Well, let me just say like, that it could last a while. Let me just say we're arguing the fact that you're drinking an animal's milk. I to me, I just think that's I. Yeah, I don't, I really I don't, don't drink, drink milk. Drink I drink milk. I drink almond milk because Sometimes. I just think it's weird 
you know sometimes oh okay martwick now needs to interject i understand i, I understand look, 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 hold on you let, let me just further my argument before like this. before the milkman interjects let me just finish by saying <laughs> okay. i understand why we drink our mother's milk i understand why calves drink their mother's milk i understand you know so on and so forth dogs cats whatever drink their mother's milk Ugh, cat milk must be disgusting. we're the only being that that seeks out another animal's milk after mm. we're done with our mo- with One, our mother's by milk. the way that's bullshit because my cat loves fucking milk and it's a cow's milk. yeah but it doesn't and but it but two, you but you give uh, it that you give it that but it, it takes it it get it lugs it yeah, it seeks it yeah, out it's like yeah. fuck but yeah. it doesn't go out seeking it I'm, it's not that, I'm, I'm that being, of course it's a fucking indoor cat yeah but and if it's like where, how many cows do you see around here hold on so, hold on I'm but let me just say this let me just say this if even if it was a feral cat it wouldn't be out there in the wild I, looking for a cow's tit to suck can on I tell you something? Can I tell okay. you something real quick? It's my, not doing that. It's dad, drinking that milk because you're giving it no, that can milk. Can I tell you something? It doesn't know any better. It uh, would eat it would eat another I'm gonna, cat I'm gonna if you your, gave it that. I'm, I'm, gonna I'm kill telling your you. Argument right now. Let me no, kill your no, it would eat another cat if you gave argument. it another cat. Okay, go ahead. Try. You can try. Mike. My dad lived on a farm, and the cats are actually sucked from the fucking cow's teeth all the fucking time, <laughs> all the time. And they were wild. They weren't. They weren't fucking. They weren't like. Well, I'm talking like, about in the urban sense. I'm talking about in the urban sense. Yeah, you not not a rural. In the urban sense, where the fuck are you gonna fucking find a cow? I, I I I don't know. Anyways, I grew up here. I don't I don't know anybody with a fucking farm. One more so time. So I, I don't one, have one that thing. unique. One more thing. Th- th- one more that thing. unique story. I really don't drink that much milk. I mean, if I'm if I I, I recently only when it's the day before <laughs> being inspired. Hey, if it's there. <laughs> If if, if 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 once the, a month if, I drink a fuck ton of it. But. If nature fucking gives it to me, or if, if like some sort of time, because I didn't, I don't buy milk. I really don't buy milk. But my roommates recently, oh <laughs> recently they bought milk, right? Okay. And it was like a week after it got expired, so I smelt it, I tasted it a little bit. I was like, dude, this is it. This, this is, is the it. Fucking, this and is it. And it was only like this is the gold mine of milk jugs. Milk. So I get, I gave some my cat. You know, and I gave some to myself, man. So that's all I did. And that was recently. And before that. Unless nature gives it to me. Unless. Well, what? Yeah, almond milk. Coconut milk. Unless, like, the world. Unless, like, the, 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 the spirits. The spirits of the world wanted me to have it. All right? Like, if it See, now, right I'm, not, there, I'm, not, like, I'm not one of those, why? like. I'm not one of those hardcore believers in, like, milk. Because, dude, I'll eat, I'll eat cheese. Give me some goat cheese. Yeah. Give me exactly. give me some some yogurt. Give dude, I will eat any milk product. I just don't drink milk. Oh, I'll yeah. eat ice cream. I'll eat the fuck out of some ice yeah, cream. No. But I'm just not and uh, and like I'm okay. not also one of those people like I don't I don't want to experiment Jesus, like say say, say say uh, say a uh, a recipe calls to use milk. Yeah. Or cream. Or something like that. I'm not one of those people that's going to experiment or go out of my way to be like, well, can I use a milk substitute instead of the the heavy yeah. whipping cream? Uh, no. Like, if it calls for use heavy whipping cream, mi- I'm going to use some fucking yeah, heavy whipping use cream. Coconut milk. Like, that's what I'm going to do. Okay. Well, you know what I I'm just, saying? I just, but, but I, just, say, I just don't drink milk. Yeah, I don't drink milk. I don't drink milk. Drink milk. Oh, I'm just, I'll drink I'm almond milk. If I'm going to have cereal, I'm going to do almond milk. I do almond milk too. Yeah. I, just, I, I just shot, like, I just shot. 
Uh, Topa Chico out yeah. my nose right now because if nature Martwick, presents itself. Martwick says he only drinks milk when nature gives it to him, and that has to be. That made me that, and now also Martwick, I have to say I had family with ranches and goats and cows, and never, ever have any of them ever said that they saw the feral cats sucking on the udders of the cows. I don't believe that. You don't believe that at all. I call bullshit on that. Maybe I those cats over there were learning by you know. I have no clue the fuck. <laughs> what cats do they call that over there? They were uh, learning by imitation. So yeah, they were, they were pretty much yeah. Maybe maybe the, maybe one of the maybe one of the farm hands was there sucking on the cows' nipples, and the, the cats were like, "Huh, I wonder." It's what ah, it was. It that's was like why. whenever they had the the babies, and then they would sneak. They would sneak over there. Dude, cats are sneaky as. How on yourself? I cannot say like cats are not sneaky as fuck because they are. They are sneaky. Look at this. Look guy. at this guy right here, Frankie. Get. He's like, oh, I'm not doing anything. Don't don't bother me. But he's gonna like. He's looking. He's looking for something. He's 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 um curious. He's a curious guy. I like I like this guy. I don't I don't typically like cats. cats are curious. To be very honest with you, but I like this cat. He's good. He's good. He's a good cat. He's good. But that's my stance, dude. (laughs) Whenever whenever nature gives me milk, man, I'll just you just gotta drink it, you know. And I know and cats, dogs, they do drink other 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 uh like cow milk and stuff like that, so. And other people eat other people's eggs. You have what? Snakes eat chicken eggs. So, chicken eyes. Eggs. I just think it's a. Uh, I don't know. We we just weren't meant to really consume milk after. We are. Yeah. Yeah, we are. Our bodies don't it's, do it's, well with it. It's. I'm not saying it's. it's good for you. I'm saying it's it's a yeah, but they I make mean, you believe it's good for you growing up. Yeah, I'm sure it's got vitamin D or vitamin C or calcium or whatever the fuck it's got in it. But I'm just like, dude, they they make pills and supplements that give you that. There's plenty of you, you yeah. need some vitamin C, rich bread. Go, yeah, you I need mean, some they calcium. Have, they have all go that. eat a calcium rich food. Yeah, you know, totally just chew on a bone. Yeah, <laughs> eat seashells or something. Yeah, dude, yeah. just why don't you go chew on a rock? Yeah. Spit up some toes. Dude, I remember one time the most foul thing I've ever heard anybody say to somebody else was this these two cooks when I was working at Applebee's, first serving job I ever had. This guy got hired, I don't even remember his name, but he had these little itty bitty teeth and they were like chipped and like they looked they looked weird and Yeah. Poor anyway, guy. he th- this guy was just he thought he was yeah. the shit. He used to talk shit to everybody. But he had and this one tiny cook, yeah, this one cook did not. He didn't put up with it. He didn't like him. One day they're talking shit to each other back and forth across the kitchen, and this guy looks at him <laughs> and he goes, "Dude, man, won't you shut up? It looks like it looks like you chewed rocks as a kid." <laughs> and oh my god, man! Everybody back there at the moment went, "Oh, exactly yeah. like that." <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that was a good roast. It was. Right there. It was like, oh fuck! Like yeah. that guy couldn't say shit after that because you know no. he, he knew he got got. The guy didn't even want to smile after that. <laughs> Problem. Oh, yeah, oh. dude. Someone says it looks like you chewed rocks as a kid. I would probably never smile again. Dude, it was bad, bro. I, go get I was like, oh, something. <laughs> I get all my teeth removed. One of those. One of those burns that like it hurts man. you. One of those burns that it just yeah, it, it hurts you a little bit. You're like, oh. 
Oh. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. some. We, we, we it do. wasn't even about me, and it, it hurt. Yeah. You know, I'm like, oh. We roasted. Like as funny as that was, I feel sorry for that guy, but also at the same time, like fuck that guy. You know what I mean? I'll say like roasting. Like we roast each other at work. We was like three of us that do it content like all oh, yeah. the time. Like I just told my boy Rob the other day that like he looks like he was born like in the bathroom at a Bass Pro shop. But he does, dude. He looks like that. Like he met his dad at Bucky's ten years later or something. Like so we, we roast each other a lot. But the ones that come from the heart, like some people can't handle it, dude. Some people can't handle it. Like one guy, he was like, I want to join roast battles. And um You think you do. The first thing I said was he looked like Christopher Columbus fucked a toucan. And then the second thing the guy said about his posture, he goes, you st- you look like a frog standing up. And it's not like, it's not like even that me- like heavy or nasty or nothing. You look like a frog standing up. Yeah, but, and it, it was so bad. And he goes, after that, he was like, I'm done with roast battle. And I was like, okay, you know, and it, it kind of hurt, you know, but it's funny still. It's still funny though. But, I don't know if we, I, hopefully we didn't cause any kind of permanent harm, but he definitely he he waved the white flag after just those two. Like this guy told me one time, I look like when I wear my robe, I look like Master Splinter, like <laughs> in a bad way. In like, a bad di- way, in like wow. dying Master Splinter. So like, usually yeah. when I say something like that to people, and immediately when I say it, I'm like, oh, that could be offensive. I immediately follow it up with, but I mean that in the best way. That's how yeah. most things go. They're like, so did this person literally be like, dude, you look like Master Splinter, but like in the really bad way, you know? <laughs> it's a backhanded compliment. Yeah, no, it's not even a compliment. No, it's just part of the roast. They roast me all the time with shit. I I, I don't know. I told this other guy too. He, I said he looks he looks like the biggest naked mole rat known to man. He's like a <laughs> he's like a six. He's like over six foot. Completely hairless though, because he's got like uh, Native American blood, but he's white as shit, and uh, he looks like a big ass naked mole rat. So I mean, but we could do that all day. Um, what? Yeah, the the frog standing up. Yeah, it's a good one. <clears throat> yeah. So what about these seven deadly sins? There you go. Yeah, we're gonna get into the theme of the actual podcast after an hour in. All right. <laughs> We are an hour in, and um, we were talking about the seven deadly sins that, I don't know, I wanted to make the theme, but I, I like where we're at right now. You know, we're just shooting off the hip. But we could start. I mean, we can. We can just keep going all willy-nilly. I mean, uh, like, I was, I, I have the seven deadly sins written down, and I never saw that movie Seven, and then when you said it, I'm just like, ah, okay. Oh, it's a great movie. Have you seen that movie? It's great. So, um... I was going to go through them and, you know, we'll just share our experience, whether we, we we think, do we share that? What do we think about that sin? Yeah, I'm down for that. All right. So we'll start. Maybe we get a funny story out of it. I don't know. Yeah. So the first one, pride. 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 Which is also a group of lions. Yes, the pride of lions. That's very, that's very good. Very good. Any other uh, animals travel in prides? uh, I'm sure, but. Gay people, 
Isn't it like don't don't um, <laughs> gay pride? Do parade? buffaloes travel in a pride? No? I could probably say that. I don't know. Is it only lions? I don't know. So pride, I don't know. Uh I don't well, know. I think I think having pride is uh, important. I think I think there's a certain amount of pride that uh, one should have, especially if um, you're an artist or um, a mechanic or you know mm-hmm. something something of that nature to where you well need, just what, even with your family. Yeah, if you have a craft of yeah, exactly. Taking your, your last name or something. Pride in yourself, pride in your family, pride in things that you've created, <clears throat> pride in things you've built, pride in your work, pride in your beliefs. You know, I, I, I think it's it's a good quality to have. But, yeah, you know, there's also can, the, the dark side is, I guess, narcissism. Yeah. Or, uh, yeah, which, you know, I'm. I can say I'm guilty of that. So I have been. At I am, least. I'm to a degree. Like to a degree. My mom always said, like, because she married into a family of Italians. She's like, none of you people can walk by anything that has like your reflection without looking in it. Oh, I'm the same way. Yeah. And like uh, she was like, she noticed it about my all my cousins, me, my brothers, my cousins. Now, like growing up, like when she was dating into the family, she was like, all of y'all motherfuckers walk anything that's so shines, vain. Yeah, but I mean, even then, that's not really that bad quality to have, you know. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's. A, I mean, there's a point though. There's a cutoff. Then, there is know, a cutoff. There is a cutoff. Gold dick and stuff. So, I think number one with pride. Yes, I I agree with you on it. You should be prideful of things that you're good at or you're passionate about, um, or your family if you're passionate about that. Some people hate their family. They're restarting their names, you know, and restarting all over. So yeah. Um, yeah, I think in the extreme that some people think about the seven deadly sins is kind of skewed because I think a lot of people would think about the seven deadly sins, pride. Oh, I can't, I pride can't have pride. No, I don't think it should, necessarily though. means that. I think it's 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 what it's a total like excess kind of thing. Like anything in excess is is bad for you, and I think the right amount of pride is good because that can that goes back to work ethic. That goes back to how strong and firm your convictions are and the things that you believe, you know, I feel that like kind of thing. Humility and pride are very hand in hand, too, because you, it's pretty much coming down to where do you stand and do you know where you stand? Like whenever Beowulf, you never really heard. Remember Beowulf? He whenever he went to go and say like this, I'm the man for the job to kill this dragon. He told what he did before. Is I mean that was his pride. That's what he did, but he did it. You know, he. This is where I stand. Look, I killed this. I killed that. I killed that. Let me kill the dragon for you. And I think you know? I think that's something to be said yeah. about. Um, I, I yeah, think exactly. exactly. And and I think as you get older, you start to develop a sense of respect and and honor towards a maybe an older person or someone who who someone you knew. Who is her was the age that you are now type, you know what I mean? Like you remember maybe when your parents were 34, 35 and I'm not saying anyone's that age right now, but, but yeah, I'm approaching that age. I'm 31. <clears throat> I, I'll be 34, 35 before I know it. And I think about 
you oh, know, the things bro. that my parents used to kind of preach on to me and tell me like when I was in my thirties, when I was in my twenties, when I was this, when I did that and that kind of thing. And, you know, you kind of brush it off as a kid. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of thing. But, but you develop a respect once you've been there, done that. And you, you cross that threshold of, of having it been a, a point of view from somebody else to now you have that point of view because you've been through it. And now I feel like your respect level kind of, kind of correlates straight up with that. And, um, you know, buying a house, buying a car, buying, you know, affording your bills, having a job, being able to get to your job and the responsibilities, like you start to really kind of respect other people and, and things like that, because, you know, it isn't easy. It isn't. And so, you know, you, you know, I think if, if you, once you, take on those responsibilities for yourself. I think it really starts to, you really start to admire and respect other people for having gone through it. And it gives you more of a sense of pride. I think that's basically long winded. That's what I'm getting at. And I think that sense of pride is a good one. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're all coming to the same conclusion on that one. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Nice. But someone's snobby and, Fucking my shit don't stink needs to have their face. Do you know in. what my dad does? <laughs> yeah. Do you do know, know who my dad is? Do you know what my father does? Do Dude, you know I had I had somebody put that on me one time at South by Southwest, like two or three years ago. Some dude just was like bumped me in a bar and I mouthed off to him and said something. And he was like, do you know who I am? And I looked at him and I looked around and I looked back at him and I go, no, I don't. And I guarantee you, and 90% of the people in this bar don't give a fuck who you are. It's the, I'm the boss, or I'm the director, or I'm the leader of this, pro-. you know, like, yeah, that, that's the pride you want to stay away from. Yeah, like, like, dude, the, just the, the amount of pride somebody would have to have to be like, do you know who I am? Give me a fucking yeah. break. So fuck you, dude. Like, so like the you. only people who are allowed to say that are like LeBron James and Nicholas y- y- Nicholas Cage. fucking Cage. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know how, those are the why, only people who can say that because if you don't know who those people are, you either live under a rock or you're just that fucking ignorant. You're, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So if you if something happens to where in that instance one of those two people is saying that to you, well. And I, I don't, I don't even no, want to know who you fuck are. Fuck them anyways. <laughs> All right, so let's plow through. Let's plow through. I think we got pride down. Yeah. That was a good one. That was a good one, boys. That was a good one, boys. All right, next one is greed. Mm. Greed. Now, I I can tell you, I graduated from hungry and I made it to greedy, which is the Little Wayne line yeah. that I think about a lot. Because I didn't grow up with a lot, and now I have the opportunity to make a, money. I get greedy. That's that's my kind of greed. That's well, I'll work myself to where I'm emotionally unhappy just to get the fucking bags. I'm, I, dude. I'm right there with you. So I won't say that I grew up rich and I had everything, but I definitely grew up privileged, and I and I know that. And um, I I tend to like to to afford the the finer things and by finer things i mean just enjoying myself 
You know, like if I want to go out yeah. to a restaurant and I want to take the, the person I'm seeing out to a movie or, or, or something, I see a group of my friends at a bar that I haven't seen in years and I want to buy a round of eight shots for everybody. Yeah. I can do those things and feel comfortable doing those things and knowing like it's not something that I do all the time, but if I want to, I can. And those are the things that bring me happiness and the things that bring me joy. And mm. and. I work my. I ass love to how the so bone. far you've you, you're shifting all the deadly sins into positive ways. <laughs> That's how you do it, baby. <laughs> That's how you do it, baby. Yeah, look at him. Yeah. All right. I mean, I'm just hoping to be forgiven more if I'm like thinking about it in a positive light. You know. Yeah. I am. Uh, yeah. You make Saint Peter be like, ah, like greed. I see the reasoning here. You there's, know? There's, there's a level of greed though, that, like. But but I, but is it like, really greed? Is it really no, no, greed? No, if, I, I if, feel like if it's you a work sin. for it. Is it really no, no, greed no, no, if you work for it? I feel like it's a sin. Honestly, like uh, it's an actual seven deadly sin when the greed leads to you to like steal or oh, okay, yes, do yes. something uh, out of that moral compass just to get a little more. Hold up, hold up, Martwick. Martwick, I, I, I love that you said that. Hold I hold love up. that you said that because because that's because a level of greed. I I don't I will I will never get to. Yes, and I was but, just gonna say that. I love that you brought that up, and it makes so much sense to why you're like I love how you're putting this positive spin on all these these seven deadly sins, and at least so far the last two we've had. But I think you're absolutely right. I didn't think about it that way because I don't have that sort of process in my brain. You know, yeah. I don't have that mindset. I'm not wired that way. Exactly. I can't think that and, way. And I'm glad that you brought that up. The same it does way make I wasn't think. wired to like kill a living animal. Like yeah. we were talking about like the toads and the frogs. Obviously, dude, people are in jail like, for I'm robbing not, banks, I'm for robbing wired convenience away to, like, stores, for stealing cars. That. You know, there's greed in that sense. And the, mo- the most negative greed that I can think of in at least my own sense is, you know, in a, in a workforce wanting to make more than a next person or feeling your worth is more than somebody else that you work with by your own work ethic. Okay. You know what I mean? I feel like that's almost a judgment on that person in a way, but it's also more of like knowing your own self-worth and where do you draw the line there? You know? And I feel like that's greed in that sort of sense. And also, you know, I was just in Vegas. I, you, it, I was just in Vegas back in September. And to me, one of the easiest forms of greed is like, should I hit? Should I stay? And you're like, in every rule, you should probably stay here. But I know that this this dealer is going to get a, a blackjack. Nah, so you know what? Yeah. Let, let me hit right here, and then boom, you bust greed. You know what I'm saying? Or something like that. You, I'll tell you, you this, though. You get on a winning streak, and you're Vegas, like, you know what? I'm I, on a winning streak. Instead of betting a $100 bet, I'm going to bet a $200 bet and no, see what happens. No, no, no. Now all of a sudden, no. you, you lose out. That, that is bad greed. That's greed. But hold up, and Martwick wants to interject. Yes, I'll give you a minute, Martwick. Hold up, though. So, I'm telling you, when it does come to like greed to where you're gambling and stuff, like one of the things, because I would play Hold'em and when I was younger. Oh yeah, I spent a lot of money doing it. Oh yeah, Same a here. lot of my bartending money and stuff I made. A lot of the good money I made when I was young. Oh, I gambled a lot of it. Football, Hold'em, like a bunch of shit. Oh, and I found out. Number one rule is quitting when you're ahead. Uh, quitting when you're at the top is not the same as quitting. Yes, absolutely. It's a totally different thing because it doesn't mean you it's have a to level stop of understanding altogether. that okay, this is it. Shit, These take a break. Go grab a drink at a bar. Yes. Come back in thirty you're not minutes. Not quitting. So, but a lot of people or you know associate. what? Cash out. Go to bed. Come back tomorrow. Hit it again if you want, or just don't. You already got it. 
Now, Martwick, do you still want to? Okay. <clears throat> so, like, with greed, and like with anything else, like, and I think as we go on, you're going to figure this out. Is it about like selfishness? Like, if you're you're being greedy and it's hurting somebody else, and okay. if you're help, also if you could be hurting yourself, are you hurting yourself? Was you know, and are you hurting others? Then that's where it becomes a problem. Where you start hurting either yourself or others, then that's when it becomes a problem. Like gambling, if you're gambling, I don't think that's a big problem unless you start like taking away from yourself and yeah. you like can't afford rent, you can't afford the th- other things that make you happy. And you I know? think I think we can all agree that we know. When I use this term, we can all agree that we know somebody like this. But takers. Yeah, people takers. who are takers. It's greedy. That's pretty much. It's greedy that you know, and and that's another form of it that you know I didn't didn't process. But yeah, I have personal friends. They're takers, but it's one of these things that they're my friend nonetheless. Yeah. Do I hold my guard up because they're not going to take from me? Yeah. You know, and yeah, I'm going to go out and buy them drinks, but I'm, I'm not going to. We're not going to go out every single night. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you have people that, are, and I'm not even saying friends, but there's just people out there in general who are takers and they, they feed off of other people yeah. and they see what they can get out of other people. Yeah. And it's also probably greed and gluttony are going to be very close discussion. Just yeah. You know, because they're pretty very, they're pretty much very similar. We'll get there. That's uh, got two more before gluttony. So next lust. Ooh. I can answer this one super quickly. Like, what is that little Wayne song with all of cat or young money on it? I wouldn't know. What you're I talking about. fuck every girl in the world. That's how that's how men are wired. Yeah, very much. There's no other way around it. Like we're meant to like just try to populate as much as we can before we die. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's nature. Uh lusting if you take lust, I'm a huge. I'm guilty of that for sure. I mean, I'd be hard pressed to find someone, male or female, and I will venture out to say that most people would be male who would who would have done harm to ourselves or others with lust. But females are capable nonetheless. They and are. And I would be willing to bet that more men have, have done wrong in that sense. I think more but, men got blamed. Well, <laughs> I think yeah. more men get. I think more men get blamed for it than females. To be honest but, with you, but you know, because we're both we're both um, wired. One's I mean, one's wired to like populate a lot. I mean, true. More there, there, there's, there's than a, others, there's but a, the thing is, like, the females still there. Like, there's a portion of the mentality that's hardwired, and then a portion of the mentality that's very. Uh, thought out and you're conscious about that you know and i think that's where you draw the line there between your your animalistic and between your your moral compass yes and that's that's the difference between finding someone like sexy or something and finding someone beautiful like very much when you find someone sexy that's your like that's your brain that's your ape brain going oh this looks attractive we can make a strong child to last whatever. Dom, it's, come on. Let's not then, sugarcoat here. You're 
and and I was and just thinking in think, my head, like I don't. I always incriminate myself, and I beautiful hate though it's people like, that don't know me probably judge me super hard. But I'm just like, like I just think about it like you're at a bar and you see a woman that's like sexy, just like like not in the sense like I would date her, but just in the sense like I would f- do horrible things to her. You know what I mean? And I'm sorry that, that if that offends is, somebody, and if that makes someone be like, "Ew, Jordan, sexy, why would you say that?" Sorry, no, I'm not no. sorry. That but, level I mean, of sexy is ingrained in us. It's like, yeah, oh, that's that physical I want to pass this DNA you on. Know, never once have I looked at a girl and been like, "Ooh, she is a formidable suitor for <laughs> to make children and bear my child." You know, never. It's always been mm-hmm. like, "Oh, dude, that looks like a really good girl," or "Oh." <laughs> things I would do to her. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like that's, that's... Jordan Malenga, hashtag me too. <laughs> God, don't say that after my name. <laughs> that's horrible. <laughs> Why would you do that? So it's funny because you say like men get blamed more for like being lustful than women, right? But even these most of the symbols, like most like cartoons and like storylines, they portray lust as a woman. And the reason why is because women uh, can use very, very much use sex to benefit themselves. <laughs> very much so. Cause that's what pretty much, I think they really are the, the key masters. Yeah. I that's, mean, that's what the whole thing is with, with the, I mean, any, any, any like respectful, using, using sex, the respectful like man self gain would think so. Yeah. You know, like I, I don't have the say the woman has to say, like, I, I don't, it really, I mean, yeah, most, a respectful woman, like because that's how you you think. Like a woman has a say, because I don't. I'm sorry, yeah. Most respectful respectful men think like that. Like a woman has a say, not I don't. Have yeah, to say. like no, I'm not the not, one that's deciding yeah. if we're gonna have sex tonight. The no, only other people that think like that's that are not what, my decision. Rapist and terrible fucking human beings. If you don't think like that, I don't know. I don't. I understand your understanding behind that. But don't get me wrong. Like I'll. Well, like I'll play my cards to to have a yeah, to have a yeah. you know it is sort of inception esque type. But think about this too. Like there's other ways to take it outside of sexuality too. Because like Drake, that song "Lust for Life," like okay, has a lust for life. There's like you can have a lust for other things besides fucking up. You could have a lust for drugs, alcohol, mm-hmm. uh money basically everything that makes um, well, you feel we, we good did talk about that i kind of brushed upon like making money making more money than the person that works the same job as you do because you feel more valuable or you feel like you your work ethic is better See, very much less greed and gluttony dude they're gonna be very very similar and 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 i, th- I feel like a lot of the 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 moral and and even keel compass of this whole thing really comes down to the 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 excess. Anything in excess is bad for you. It's 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 that natural black and white yin and yang of life kind of thing. You know, you you to every to every good thing is an equal and opposite. And the the just like uh, the reason love is so good and the reason love feels so good. Is because it can hurt so bad. Yeah, it, and, it and is the pendulum effect. It, of it. really, it really is, and, like, and like it goes, it goes drugs to anything. that feels so good will oh. make you feel like shit the next day. Or they, yes, they feel great, but they're an addictive thing, and they they hurt you <clears throat> so much more negative than it feels good for the moment. 
you know, and I think that's yeah. where really the kicker is for drugs and and people who have addiction issues is. is I think as human the, beings, though, their 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 chase for that feeling and that high yeah. outweighs the damage and that it of, does to them in the their drugs, lives. Dude, out of all the drugs, like alcohol is one that human beings have had since basically day one. Oh yeah. We've like, been eating have been fermented and drinking fermented, yeah, fermented forever. since the beginning of time. So, but that, that one is also just to try to alleviate, just to try to alleviate everyday like, stresses. You think like, you, th- I mean, you really think about that. You think about, you, you see like, like just you, to, just to escape the everyday norm. You know, like whether whether they, they ate like that one berry many? and tripped their balls off, or they drank that that sour milk and yeah. they they they, they, they got drunk. One you, day, you, you, you know what I'm saying? Like like they were always looking for something. And and dude, believe you me, the first time they drank <laughs> that that sour grape juice, and we're like, oh my yep. god, this feels amazing. Wine. You know, like and Wine then they and crazy. then they tried to replicate that because it felt so good. Like. You think about that? That's and then they went to their neighbor and they're like, "Hey, do you make good banana pudding?" <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> but at, at the same time, though, you think about it. You think because I've been too. using these fermented bananas and this <laughs> banana pudding is off the chain, dude. <laughs> I'm praying a bang, son. You're not gonna want to drive your carriage about thirty minutes after you eat this. <laughs> your fucking carriage, yeah. <laughs> but at you know. At the same time, a lot of it too was necessity. I mean, you think about about at at the time, you got to think the wine they were making at a certain period in history. The wine they were making was a lot more clean to drink than the water around. That was in most cultures all over the world. The yeah. water was so toxic they had to do something besides boiling it. But then, then you're basically making a still and making yeah liquor and i mean fermentation is cleanest way to drink that alcohol helped and i'm sure with the way they especially if you have how like much how much a disease or a plague in the water like what was it starts with a c i can't they could probably at the is, time but by how much crop they could grow and the manpower they could probably make more wine than they could boil clean water yeah <laughs> we just got off the yeah it's true but uh, <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah. No, that's kind of. Tr- <laughs> yeah, yeah. We did get off topic on there. All right, so let's plow ahead. So, yeah, we're we're, we're blowing through the milkman saving the, the day. Milkman. <laughs> I gotta say that I'm the smartest of all y'all guys, and you're thankful to have me in y'all's lives. Oh. Okay. Okay. Sukak. Should we go back to Pride? <laughs> yeah, let's go back to Pride real quick. Let's yeah, go back let's to go Greed back a little to bit pride. too. Yeah. What a fucking dickhole right now. Sakak. All right. So the next one, uh, well, yeah, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to come with it with a, like a real signal, not just now, dude. You're gonna, you're gonna have just to snap, write me just a snap fucking, it and like just. Write me a letter before you want this microphone again. All right. So uh, the next one is Envy. Now, Envy okay. for me, I'm going to start off. I really don't think I've ever been a very envious person. I am very, like, simple, super simple, because I've had to live very simple most of my life. And I've lived with neighbors that had a lot and things like that. There are very few things in life I've ever envied. Envied. I think uh, 
Yeah. So I have a very uh, positive and negative kind of view on it, which I guess, I mean, either way, you sh- that's what you should have. But um, I, I'll start with the negative since you made a comment about me being so positive about the other ones. I'll start with the negative. Um, I've definitely felt envy in um, – in uh like the like my my artist sense and being in a band and the musician and in seeing traveling and playing with other local bands and other local bands that were doing well in their city like we were doing well in our city or smaller touring bands that we would happen to be in the same city playing the same show and sometimes they're great sometimes they're not and you know obviously my my music my musical opinions and tastes aren't everyone's they're they're unique to me and so there were moments where i would see bands that in my mind i'm watching them and i'm like this is garbage like not good these guys are not good and how are these these kids in front of them eating this up and they don't they don't know who we are like that's the sort of negative envy that that I can think of. So I totally, I totally get what you're saying, dude. Because, because like, what, what are they doing that I'm not? What it is though, and I've I figured this out, and, and they're garbage, and I'm not. I, but yeah. again, there goes there goes to pride. I feel I feel like <clears throat> like it's it's knowing where you stand musically as a as a musical person, and then where these people stand as a marketing because those people all in front of these people, you never know. Those guys are probably like family friends, like close and they know them for a very long time. And True. they just know a lot of, and them. at that sense when we were you still know? small time in it yeah, and, exactly. and DIY tours and there was maybe 30 people at the show. And why are these 15 kids rocking out yeah. to them and this other band? And they don't give a shit about and us. That's where the, well, cause we weren't, that's they, where we, the envy we're not from there. In. When you get angry about that, that's where the envy comes in. Cause you gotta think like first of all, you know you're more talented. You know, you know, because you're you have that musical ear, and people try to pass it off like, oh, it's envy. But I, I will say, anyone who has talent is a little bit on the borderline of too prideful. Too, yeah, no, it's it could be very much so. Uh, but this is just something I've I've went through, like because I've I've know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like, you gotta know where you stand, and you gotta be like, all right, they're not. As musical, like, they don't understand a lot of musical things like I do. Uh, They just don't know any better. They have a good following. They're doing their market thing. They're probably doing... Marketing is very big, too. Yeah, huge. It's a totally fucking... It's a totally... One thing that really used to piss me off was the fact that we used to strive so hard to be original. As original as we could. And we would go out and we would not even go out. I mean, there'd be, it'd be even on the local level, dare, dare I say, it would be on the local level that it was just ripoffs. Like, yeah, this band has a huge following, but these guys sound just like this mainstream band. Or they sound just like this mainstream band. Totally or, you know what I mean? And it's like, mm-hmm. why are we striving so hard to not sound like any mainstream band we're trying to sound like us and then all of a sudden you get this san antonio reincarnate and it's just tribute like bands why like why tribute bands get so much more money than original stuff it's it's terrible you know but then again i goes back to my bias and my yeah. own personal 
opinion and taste on music. Not everybody has that. Yeah, not everybody you know, has not that. not everybody has my outlook and my taste. It's genuine to me. Jesus said, "Forgive them, Father, for they do not know what they do." <laughs> they don't know they're ugly, as Ren and Stimpy would say. Yeah. I do love that though. That is a good verse though. Forgive me, Father, for I know not what I do. <clears throat> I um, will say in the most envy in the most envious sense of positive, like the most positive envy. Um, I'm envious of friends of mine who have children and are really good parents, specifically dads. I, I can I can shout that out, especially my boy. All our boy, yeah. Brian Merriman. Specific, yeah, specifically uh, dads. Dude, that guy. Because I want to be a dad. That guy has three kids, awesome wife, but this guy works his ass off and is a dope dad. Yeah. And, yeah. My buddy I'm, Chad, we, we know um, Patrick Torres. I, he's one of the most amazing dads I know. Kid yeah. loves him, and he loves that kid. And it's it's, you know... I look at that and I'm just like, damn, like I want that. My dad was such a good dad to me growing yeah, up. Yeah, and I was that, blessed to have a very good yeah, dad. Yeah, that I feel as like well. that has instilled a a want to have kids and be able to uh, be that sort a want of, in me yet. This might well, this might go. The with, want uh, is there. Doesn't mean I want them actually, now. Actually, this might this this actually rolls into the next one. Gluttony. I don't want kids, dude. You know why? Because I want to do all the shit I want to do all the time, whenever <laughs> the fuck I want to do it. If I want to eat three fucking pizzas tonight, dude, drink a bottle of wine, and watch stand-up for six hours, and then pass out, wake up, do it again, I want to do it, dude. I want to do it. I'm but glut- see, hold on, I am hold on. gluttonous on so many here's levels. A, here's a, that here's that a, it, it is. It's me being selfish. Here's something though. Here's something. It's though. where my gluttony takes me to being selfish. What if? What if? What if you can combine all of these things in such a positive way to where you can do that and it doesn't hurt anybody? I'm working. You know on what I'm it. saying? That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I'm if working you can, on it. That's not that's, But that that's what that's that's what I'm doing. I'm working. I went back to school. I'm about to take a state exam for this certification, and I'm trying to get a job and get out of the bar industry so I don't have to work late nights. And, you know, I'm trying to set myself up for a life that I think is perfect. You yeah. know, like, like that I would think is comfortable, is good. Like, I can have the free time I want. Obviously, I need to work. The only way I'm going to make money is working. And the only way that I'm going to be able to afford the things that I love to do is working. You know, I'll work my ass to the bone if I have to. But the thing is, is like you say, if I want to come home and have three pizzas, then boom. If you have kids, work your ass off to the bone to come home and instead of those three pizzas, buy six. So you feed the family because you're that prideful nah. in your family. Nah. You know, See, and then you put the kids that. to bed early and then you can watch Bill Burr and all the comedy you want nah. and drink all the beers you want while your I'll kids are passed out. I'll be sitting trying to play the next Madden dude and one of my kids is going to be like, what? And I'm gonna be like, nah, get the fuck, go clean yourself, dude. Don't you understand? I'm playing online right now, and you're already lagging the game. I thought you had because, a wife, yes. You know, <laughs> go do it yourself. Yeah, dude, no, I don't want none of that. And that's that's something that I know, and that people that know me like well, like y'all know me, is true. I've never talked about wanting a family or kids, and I always talk about never spreading whatever poisons in my ball sack. <laughs> I never okay. fucking wanted to, and I never do, dude. And so 
I've been, I, I can't remember the quote, but it's like, your life is your masterpiece. This is your painting. This is what you're putting together. This podcast is cool because it's now, it's like I'm keeping a journal and a book and like I can go back and listen to these conversations with friends. But the way I'm having my life set up to where my day job now is almost gluttonous. They feed us four times a day if oh, I want to be there all day. That's they my biggest gluttonous too. is food, then, bro. And then like, I, and then. I wine taste the best of the world. I eat some of the best food in the entire country, quite possibly rank the world in some people's rankings. And dude, it that's my day job. Now, if I can just come home and talk shit and then eat a pizza and drink a bottle of wine, what what why would I even want to take a vacation? Go to the beach, dude? <laughs> So I didn't get sand in my toes and waste a bunch of gas. I got it all right here. Let's figure it out. Here's Marwick. So this the milkman. This is my standpoint in gluttony. It's so funny because you say, like, I don't want a family, blah, 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 all that stuff. But it's, I, I think it's funny because I feel like family and people that I love and people that I like to just like hang around with all the time – kind of make me feel like i drink less i eat less i'm happier i don't need food well i don't, I don't really think family need that much food i think in, in our generation if you want to call us millennials we, we are in the sense mm, of the dates sense. but but I, I don't like to consider myself such and i don't like when people refer to me as such yeah but if you consider the generation we are i feel like and you know i i think my I don't want to say it's just our generation because I can think of my parents and their friends growing up as a kid, you know, but, but I think there's, there's a sense of family even without it being immediate blood yeah, or, no, yeah, yeah, or parents, children, it's just, I'm saying, you it's know, like, like I said, like people you just like feel comfortable around with, yeah. people you just like to hang out with, yeah. you, you drink, you do. And it's, it's like studies proves like you, if you smoke alone or drink alone, you drink way more. Yeah, no, that's for sure. Socially, because you're like, you get something more out of the social, out of it, either, rather than you're just drinking alone, you're just to yourself. So you're like just my, my roommates and I, yeah. um, we've been living together for almost three years, and we definitely have a, a very family-oriented relationship. Like, we take care of each other, and, and we buy gro- community groceries and, you know, that thing, and and we help each other out around the house. We can know we can ask each other for favors and, you know, things like that. You know, if, if someone is seeing a girl that we know and they're, they haven't shown up in a couple of days or it's two o'clock the next day, they didn't come home the night before that courtesy text, like, Hey, you okay, bud? Like, you know, you good, you know? And I, I appreciate that kind of thing. Like, like I, I live with some of the, some of like the sweetest dudes, man. It makes you drink less, makes you, Eat less makes you just do less drugs. It makes you eat less, drink less, and less, less drugs. That goes to greed, man. Yeah. You know. So there you go. That's all I gotta say on that. Gluttony. Well, I think out of the seven deadly sins, that's probably like in my top three. If I had to pick three that I suffer from, is gluttony. I feel like if if like where I was saying it might be the Italian in me. Well, so we have these Roman Italians lords. do do just, g- love food. We love to eat and drink and wine, so we're so fucking stuffed we can't even move. We just throw up and eat it again. <laughs> they call it a Roman orgy. Eat a peanut butter they and jelly would, sandwich, throw, throw it up, and eat din- it all over again. Dude, they yeah. would throw these seven day dinners, man, where they would just eat and drink for seven days straight. 
they would throw up and then just eat more and drink more and but see that's me man like especially like grandma's cooking dude grandma's cooking man that's that's a bad time for this me. is also I'm weird be, I'm, I'm gonna be eating a lot i i didn't want you to bring up grandma's but i'm also gluttonous for gma's yeah man i can't get enough of i them. think but i think look i was gonna say i think we i i hit it on this earlier where the, the, hot um, cold, the hot. um a lot of these can be justified with the very kind of life of excess kind of thing you know it's okay in in a small amount but when it's when it's excessive that's when it's bad and a lot of these seven deadly sins fall within that yeah. category but i feel like gluttony is the epitome of that excess yeah yeah and that literally is yeah it is gluttony it's the rock is not star just style in the of sense of food everything money is like gratification it's, it's in every it's yeah, all so, encompassing so. excess they're they're all pretty much cousins like the no, seven absolutely yeah, they're definitely. all the same they're family. All same you can family. justify all of yeah. them in a positive yeah. and negative way like so i like pride using like, the excess kind of I'm, mentality I, I, I deserve this much i deserve six steaks because i'm the king you know every day you know like that's gluttony and pride you know and i deserve uh like speaking of steaks man prostitutes you know i'm sorry i'll, I'll stop done <laughs> uh, no, no, no. thank thank you martwick uh, we're, we're 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 close. We're about to wrap this thing up, and then we can talk we're, about. What are we six. on? Number five or six? Uh, we're on uh, six, which is honestly for me, I can go over this one quickly because I don't have a temper, man. I really don't. I I have a pretty thick wherewithal. Like I can put up with people. So wait, what what is this one? Wrath. Wrath. Like I've never really had a temper. I've never had like I never punched walls. Oh, I, I've man. never like I've never dealt with anger. I've never had like that. Like when it does come out, it's like verbal ranting about shit. Like my, that's uh, what half this podcast is. But that'd be my only wrath. Like I don't. I've never felt that. I've never really felt that. Anybody that knows me knows I'm a pretty even keeled, pretty chill. Uh, guy, I don't like confrontation. I don't, I don't like to be angry. If there's something that should piss me off, I can usually find a reason to brush it off and kind of shrug it and not let it ruin my day. Um, cause I used to be like that. I used to back in my early twenties. Um, <clears throat> I used to be, I want to say negative, but I used to let the, the little things and the little bad things that would happen throughout a day or throughout a week really get to me and really piss me off. And I think early on, like coming of age as a adult male quotes in, a, in like in my early twenties, I think I felt this need and it made sense to be masculine in that sense in a, in a, in an angry way. If I was angry, I needed to be, I needed to hit something or I needed to hit a wall or, or yeah, exactly. I felt like, I felt like that's, that's what, that's what an angry male should be. And I I think, I don't know where I got that from because I was never raised that way. And my, my dad's not that way. And my, there's really not a male figure in my life that is that way. I think, you know, just movies and the arts that I love so much and the, the, the people that I grew up idolizing had such like dark pasts and kind of history. Like I, I just felt like it was, it was something that I had to do and something that I had to, to be. And so now like, I just, I just don't, 
I don't be, I'm not that way at all. Like I, I'm the exact opposite of that. So how I feel with wrath, uh, is that man, I get, so I, I get, I do get angry, but I feel like my, I try to, I don't think I try to justify it. I feel like some of my angers are justifiable, but I just don't like shitty people. Like it really makes me mad. Like if somebody was like beating up on a girl in front of me, I oh, would not. Yeah. Yeah. Or no, if no. somebody like did something. There's certain like, things yeah, that are just unacceptable. It's like unacceptable. Like, like uh, pushing, pushing limits and buttons. Like, and hey man, I just all told the above. You, like, Hey man, we can't hang out with each other. And like, cause you're acting really weird or, and then they go and then they go on around and start fucking talking to all your friends and like, what's going on, blah, blah, blah. And start looking for you and like being all angry and stuff like that. And like that pisses me off because I'm like, look, I'm not trying to fucking fight anybody, you know? And you know, like people are just like that anger, like, what did I, and that's probably comes with people with pride. Like, and y'all it's like, I'm not very angry. And, and it's true. Like I'm, I try not to be, but when bullshit comes around, dude, like, I think that's the only, that's the only justifiable anger that you can really have yeah. is like stuff like that. Like, well, the closest like, thing I can say to that, and it's not, it's not, it's not in like a personal friend group or anything like that. It was like today, I'm at, I'm at the DMV trying to get a copy of my, my title for my car. And I'm in line waiting for, to get a ticket. And the, this dude just walks in, business dressed up in a suit, walks in, just walks through everybody walks to the clerk and is like, I just have a really quick question, blah, blah, blah. Like, I just need to know if blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. It's like, who the fuck do you think you are? So just walk. And he goes, you know who my dad is? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like that's that's the kind of like. That's the shit like, piss you off. That's the shitty person to me. Like, and that pissed me off in a sense, but I'm not going to let it ruin my fucking day. Like, I, yeah, the guys, I'm, I'm the very, guys obviously is going to be in and out if he feels like it's that important that he can walk up that quick and get his question in and, and walk the fuck back out. Like, it's going to be quick. Okay. It's not going to waste but 30 seconds to a minute of my day. But at the same time, who the fuck, fuck do you think you fuck are em. that you have 15 people waiting in this line? We've all been waiting to ask this person a question. And you just think yours is more important or you're in such a hurry that you just want to walk up real quick. And, you know, like, fuck you, dude. Like the, the world doesn't work that way, you know, but. Well, apparently it does because that happened and it worked. Yeah, no, absolutely. You're right. Yeah. I mean, it, that's, the, world the world shouldn't world, work that way. It but, shouldn't work but that in way, some but that instances it does. It works. Yeah. It is how it works. But. I guarantee you, nobody gives a fuck who that guy was. It was one of these things. Change, change the I, landscape. Yeah. Change the landscape. You're outside of a club waiting to get in. You're in line. And then some fucking hot bitch walks up with her friend and they just get straight to the bouncer and they get walked in. Yeah. But see, that's, that's the, the thing, same though. fucking thing that's that just thing, happened. Though. As pissed off as you are about it, you're more in shock. Like, is this really fucking happening to say something? Yeah, because you you're, you're more like you're looking have... around and looking at everyone else looking the exact same way that you are. And like looking around at people that aren't fucking there, and just like looking over your shoulders, like everybody fucking doing this right now, you know? I'm like, like so this guy, like, is this, this motherfucker really doing this right now? Yeah. Like, like that. You're you're so in that mode and pissed off in that sense that you can't really even be like, hey, what the fuck? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we, you know what, what the fuck, buddy? Exactly. And see, that's that's where it goes to handling it. 
in a way that you shouldn't. Yeah, that person shouldn't have done no, that. I get you. But does it justify you being the guy in the I back think of the, the last line? Time, like, hey, what the fuck, man? The you last know, time like, I think does, I felt... It doesn't justify that. It doesn't. And I think the last time I felt that I was at a gas station and then this lady just pulled out her purse bag and started counting everything oh, in coins. That. And I was just like... <sighs> I couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Couldn't fucking do it. So... I think a little quote uh, that has something to do with this is that a wise man makes wisdom sound attractive. As in, like, you can be like, hey, yo, you're making a lot. Hey, bitch, stop fucking making a lot of noise and and doing your coins and you're wasting other people's time. Or you can be like, just let you know. (laughs) You know, the way you say it, you know. No, I, I don't say anything. <laughs> fuck you, dude. No. She knows she's being a piece of shit on it. So fuck her, dude. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I used, yeah, to, yeah. Work, I, I used to work at this PetSmart, and this lady would come with all these fucking coupons, and they would Speaking do this of thing, which. getting a whole fucking cart of cat food for fucking pennies on the dollar, and, and they were working the system. They knew they did it, knew it took up half the night, and they still fucking did it. Hey, so fuck you, dude. Yeah, let, let, let me give a so fuck you moment. I know, I know we're getting close to two hours, and we're trying yeah, to wrap this up. We're going to wrap this up. Yeah, soon. we're going to wrap this up in Thank a minute. You everyone but, still but let me just say, we got one more let deadly me just say, sin. Based upon what you were just talking about right here, I just want to say, and I just want to give some etiquette lessons to some people. Yeah. <laughs> you in fucking my tell mind, them. Give them in a my PSA mind, I'm kind right of now. thinking, who the fuck are you to be given etiquette lessons? You know what? You know who the fuck I am? I'm your bartender. That's who the fuck I am. Yeah. Let me tell you something. There's a special place in I'm hell. I'm keeping the party going. There's a special place in hell. For someone who closes their tab every time they get a fucking drink. <laughs> Fuck you. Like, if you're scared Facts. because your your tab has been run up at another bar before, don't go out. Yeah. If no, you're scared, you. don't make that my fucking problem. Dude. You know what I'm saying? Don't I'm be on a that bitch. Level where don't be such a bitch that I it just makes say, that my keep, problem. Keep her open. Keep the tab open. If you know you're going to drink more, then keep the tab open. Dude, t- Actually, this just hit me right and, now. And, and that being said, George, if your George, name is if, if your name is a very common name, when I ask you the name on the tab, don't give me your first name. If your name is is fucking Brian, don't tell me <laughs> yeah, the I name know. on the tab give is me your full Brian. Dude, I have a, I have a name that's very uncommon. And I still tell him my full name. You're in a packed bar. You know how many Brians there are right now. You fuck. Yeah. Well, on that, when you're talking about closed tabs, dude, did you did you hear about it? Uh, just recently got separated. What? Your butt cheeks. <laughs> yes. Wow. That was good. I got got. I got got. I got got. All right, guys. The last seven leads. Damn, that was good. Dude. That was good. That was good. The last one. The last Let's seven. leave a tab open, all right? Yeah, just keep the tab open. That's basically what I'm saying. Is sloth. sloth. And I got to tell you, oh, man. Dude, I can get slothy now, sometimes. Now, I'm going to tell you this, man. I I can get slothy, my, baby. My slothy is because also I work fucking Dude, hard. I was just going to justify so, it in that sense, too. I, I don't want to justify it like that, but it's also the truth. Like, but no, man. When but you then work again, that goes to enjoying your life. To, that goes to enjoying your life. But if you work a physical job and you're on your feet all the time, you're doing stairs and... Uh, what not? Whatever the fuck you do, right? 
people in the medical field do this on their feet all the time. People in the service industry do this. Hotel business, running up elevators, stairs. I run up elevators. Sweet Jesus, Tom Caesar. And you know what I mean? But like when I get home and I'm tired and I'm emotionally tired from talking to people all day, physically tired from running around, ah, tattoo sloth on me dude dude straight up dude i wanted a tattoo tattoo sit the sloth on my butt cheek dude that that just recently got separated yeah damn it that was so good i got you man no dude what i want to pass the mic and margaret's gonna be i am the sloth no all right if you if you work at least five days out of the week you have more than fucking rights to be fucking slothful as fuck at least for one day, for one afternoon, you can be lazy. No, I don't say that, though, because if you work at a place where you sit in a fucking chair all day or something, go fuck yourself, dude. Uh, yeah, that, that's Yo, true. Oh, I just worked all week sitting in a chair talking to people. Now I'm going to be lazy about it. But, but hold yourself, on, hold on, though. Hold dude. on, though. Hold on. When's the last time you actually sat down and ate a meal? Like in in the industry I'm in, all my meals are standing up. We do family meal, thank God, every day we sit around a table. But before that, for the decade before I had that, a dining room table in two years. There you go. So you eat standing up. When's the last time you just sat down and had a nice fucking dinner? There's people Yesterday. just sit down and that's their job. Yeah. And that's almost like they're sloth like because they want to get a job that does that. Well, here's here's what I'm saying. They're like, oh, I'm gonna just aim for this. So, so look, look. If I shoot look, for the moon, I'll fall I, upon the stars. I have two jobs. Not really, bitch. There's no stars between here and the moon. I have Sorry. two jobs. I'm an yeah, X-ray tech part time. I'm on my feet. I'm. It's not physically tasking work. But you're but on your feet. I'm on my feet. I'm back and forth in a clinic all day long. I'm bending over to move, you to know, digital cassettes and, and to help. Separate I got I gotta help old people out of gurneys and out of wheelchairs and put them back in the chairs and you know what I mean? Like there's some physical moments, but it's more mentally tasking than anything else. I also manage and, and bartend at a bar. Now again, not Physically was, tasking, but the hours are late, and sometimes I work both these jobs in the same day. For, yeah, so I'm working also, from sun up to sundown. So Jordan, yeah, maybe maybe too, I'm not physically tasked, but but I'm on my feet. You're carrying all around kegs out of the dude, out of you know. It's not fun to carry around. If a I want to sit around on a Sunday afternoon and 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 order Uber Eats and watch Netflix all day, I feel fucking way justified in doing that and not doing shit. I'm going to tell you this. There's people in the world that, that literally don't do shit, and they are trying to live like that, and I feel like that's lost. I work for my like, free time. Exactly. Like, you're not, you're, not, you're not contributing to society. You're not doing shit. Like, you're just a fucking piece of shit. Yeah. And I think that's where the sloth. If you're working and you just want to have a like, don't get know, me wrong, lazy man. day or a lazy couple of days or three days, but that's fine. Like, don't get like me fine. wrong, dude. There's totally moments when, I, when like... Come Monday, I'm at work, and I'm like, fuck, dude. I wasted my entire Sunday yesterday. Yeah, I, I, yeah you know what? I did laundry. I went to H-E-B, got some groceries for the week, but I did nothing. I sat at home, and I played video games, and I, yeah, I played my piano for a little bit, and I watched Netflix all day. You know what I'm saying? Like, To me, great day. Relaxing, yeah. chill. I didn't do shit. I didn't point. spend very much money other than what I needed to on groceries. You know, I didn't, I didn't go out drinking at a bar. I didn't go do any of that thing. But part of me feels bad about it because I'm like, I could have been, I could have been 
writing music. I could have been maybe cleaning the house up a little bit. I could have been doing this. I could have been doing that. But do I not owe myself the time to enjoy just like a little bit of relaxation? And you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like there's no, the struggle definitely. there. And that's the, that's a, that's a working man's. That's a working man's right. Yeah. Sloth is when you do absolutely nothing. I totally understand those those moments where like my dad would come home from work. And I'd be super excited that my dad came home from work. You're and, so tired. And though. mom would be like, "Don't bother your father. Let him let him relax. You know, let him change. Yeah. Blah he's blah tired. blah. Like, like so he's tired. tired. Like he just got off work. Like let him relax for a few minutes before before you go jumping all over him and and you know. Yeah. Loving your pops. Exactly. And so, you know, as a little kid, you don't really realize it. But now, 31 years old, working two jobs, I'm like, You're I understand it. every single bit of that. Well, gentlemen, Jordan, Dominic. thank you. We This was a nice two-parter. Cause we Man, had it smells sip- good in here right now. I just want to say it smells yeah, there's some, good up there's in some here. some stuff baking. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got... Um, the Heaven's first, Bakery's cooking up something good for The first half of this podcast was so silly goose, and the second half we got like philosophical. Uh, shout out to William Martwick, special guesting, just jumping yeah. in and surprise guest. Do, do, William, do you want to plug anything? The Milkman. Uh, yeah, just like my page, Sir William, or in my other page, the band page of Shiny Nights. Uh, I do post my calendar. I am in the band, just like Mr. Jordan over here. Uh, I'm not in a band anymore. I mean, I mean, you never know what happens. Future, you never know what the future holds for you. All right, so I'm just saying, he's a talented musician, you know. Thank you. Sir. Uh, he actually got to see me at one of my first open mic set, Boneheads. So yeah, I did. That's man. where we first, nice. yeah, we first met with each other. It was years ago. So just, man, I like my pages and love these guys. Listen to this, subscribe to this. Everything this is all good. Boom. Dom. Yes, sir. Always a pleasure, man. Thanks for having me. Dude, always, always a pleasure, have a good man. Time. And I have to always say it, the 2018 guest of the fucking year. And I, I dude, I'm going to get you. It's not even a belt. I'm going to get something kind of because like, I start thinking about it. Like it could be this, a cardboard belt, man. No, I like care. I want to do something kind of like the Stanley Cup. And then you get your name engraved on it. You know what I mean? And then every year someone else's name gets engraved on it. Like a, like a fucking German beer chalice. <laughs> you know, and then it'll just be your name in the year, right? I don't know. Anyways, everyone, thank you for still whoever's still listening. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening because I know y'all are. And uh, dude, th- over thirteen thousand organic downloads. Fucking love it. Y'all are the greatest, dude. Uh, check out some other podcasts. Everything on stickerfridge.com. You can check me out www.stickerfridge.com slash Dom C. You can get me on Instagram at she tastes like Texas Jordan Hydra at Jordan Hydra and at Sir William Martwick on Instagram. Uh, love y'all. At Sir Milkman. At Sir fucking Milkman. At Sir I like sour milk because... Old lady busted titties fucking at sir. I justify drinking sour milk the same way people justify making banana bread with the old yeah. bananas. Yeah. I like sour milk. Have you ever made you it? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's not the same thing. Dude, Jordan, I feel like he's like I feel like he's literally like a month away from making his own kombucha. Oh God. He's probably already done it. <laughs> Just doesn't want to tell us about it yet. He's sour milk ass motherfucker. 
the kombucha uh, mushroom people yeah, sitting like, around all day. Kombucha mushroom people sitting around all day. Is that old system of a down? It's, that's old system of a down. Damn, dude, love Sugar. that shit. Shut up. I think this is one of my favorite podcasts. I think we've ever, I've ever done. It was good. And I can't wait, man. All right. We'll see you on the other side of the moon, motherfuckers. Stay black. Don't do drugs. Well, do drugs, but don't drink and drive. Uh, Make sure drugs are prescribed by a doctor. Holy shit. Love you. Bye.